Today is January 7th, 2019, and this is Super the Hardest. And, like thanking Satan for inspiration, we are your hosts, <laughs> John, Mo, and Dave. Oh, let's face it. Happy like, New Year, everybody. Yeah, let's face it. Like Dick Cheney. That was the, that was oh the my shit. God. And Liz Cheney's all upset. She's like, I can't believe you said that about my dad. I'm like, I can't believe you admitted your dad is Satan. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, what? Oh, oh yeah. This so happened at Golden Globes. Yeah, Christian Bale won an award for his portrayal of... Uh, Dick Cheney? Of, yeah, Darth Vader. Satan. <laughs> and yeah. he went up there and he thanked Satan for his... Uh, <laughs> for the inspiration. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. it went over huge. Yeah, and some some asshole conservative pundit also was like, Hollywood shows its values thanking Satan. It's like, come on, dummy. You know what you're doing. Yeah. I quit Twitter, and I didn't even realize Golden Globes was on last night. I know. It's amazing. I I found it. Didn't Bohemian Rhapsody win something? Yeah, it won the best drama or best (coughs) picture. That's surprising to me. As as it was me at the time. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie, but it sure didn't look like best drama. No. We're going to get to the movies, but... Okay. The the critical response to all of that movie all the way through was like, well, the, the guy who portrayed Freddie Mercury deserves... He should just be the best actor of all time. Yeah. And the rest of the movie looks like it was the two surviving yeah. members of Queen writing a, a script to make them appear to be the, the heroes. Well, I, that's like why. Yeah. Not so authentic telling of the story. Isn't that why What's-His-Name dropped out? Um, uh, Borat. Yeah. That oh, guy. Sure. So he, was, Baron Cohen. Just he was supposed to play well, he wanted, Mercury. He also wanted to do like a... Like a hard R and like go into <clears throat> yeah. like all of his life being gay and like all the drugs and stuff. Yeah, right. And, and the other guys in Queen wanted to make it more about Bri- Brian, you know, May, Brian May. There are two, uh, the other three, three, well, there are three of them. There's Brian May. And yeah, but, but there's only two yeah. of them <coughs> were behind this. Oh, really? The third guy didn't have anything to do with it, I don't think. Yeah, Let's I think it. they wanted him to do more of a puff piece and he was like, nah, I want to do something that's real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the dude uh, who played Freddie Mercury was also in Until Dawn. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert: He's the killer in Until Dawn. <laughs> oh, I can <laughs> see that. He's also Mister Robot, right? Yeah. yeah that movie, that show, yeah. Mister Robot. <coughs> yeah, yeah, he was pretty good. Until Dawn, he, he's got like the weird frog eyes. He was the killer, wasn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was like the brother of the the girl who died or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. He brought everybody up there. God, that game was good though. It I was. Just, I just scrolled great. it for everybody. I'd play through it again. <clears throat> uh, yeah, and 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 the VR sequel even better. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, Watching Jay play that was great. Yeah, yeah. We had we had Jay. Yeah, you guys might remember Jay. We had him on a podcast. What was that? Year and a half ago? Maybe more. Maybe more. Jay Baker. Uh, yeah, it was more. Probably probably two more. and a half or three years ago. Yeah, he came over and uh, played some VR. Finally, we've been trying to have him. So last year, yeah, was the, he was gonna go over and we were gonna play VR. Yeah, that was the night that I came down with the like influenza. Uh, I texted you and was like, "Oh, I think I got a fever." Yeah, and then it was the month of hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jay Jay's been wanting to play uh, Batman VR for like two years, and uh, he played all the way through it last oh, wow. night or the other night. Yeah, it's it was a only short like game. thirty minutes, maybe. Still, yeah, that's um, great. Yeah, he busted all the way through he it. Did throw up once. No, no, no. That game was boring as shit to watch, though. Yeah. It was like watching Brett play uh, Rick and Morty. Remember when you, no. you were you not there? No, I was not yeah, there. Brett came over, played Rick and Morty. Oh, my For God, like that was boring. Minutes. Yeah, that was that was a lot of telling, telling torture. them to grab something and then them just kind of flum, fumbling around. And sure. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, it's the uh, it's the uh, uh, stuff, stuff of the, of the year. year. Yeah, stuff of the year episode. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of the year. Um, this is where uh, people, a lot of people, actually wrote in. Um, I mean, I did kind of hound everybody. I was well, a little, I was a bit relentless. That's one way to get results. Yeah, I was like, hey, pricks, we're recording. Get it done. So uh, you guys, uh, a lot of you guys wrote in and um, and uh, and told us what your stuff of the year is. So we, we do this every year. We've been doing it for, fuck, what, 15 years now? Um, uh, I mean, we used wow. to do the game yeah. of the year, but then we just broadened it to, like, everything, all our favorite shit of the year. Four, yeah, it was 2004. Four, five. 2005. No, 2004 was the first one. First July 2004. But I didn't live here in 2004. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, I always thought it was 2004 that was starting. July 2005. MC would know. Hey, MC. <laughs> yeah. He, he's just like tell the, us how old we are. The guy's got like a, like, what is it, memory of an elephant? Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> he's the archivist. Yeah. He knows everything. I, every time I ask, like, what, what, when did we do this? He's like, boom, episode 273. All right, not Must have them all organized on his computer or something. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. Or he's just a smart guy. I don't know. Everybody has to be organized on their computer for I one reason or another. I mean, I have a Mo folder, but that's totally different. Absolutely. Like, organized on your computer. Yeah. That's right. My work computer, though. Uh-huh. That's the one. Yeah. So either way, <laughs> we ask people to write in with, with all yeah. the... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, with all your favorite stuff of the year, uh, movies, music, games, life things, anything that happened to you in 2018, uh, you, uh, we've asked you to write in and just talk about what you did, what you liked, and why you liked it. Uh, we'll, we'll go over our shit, um, but uh, let's start with uh, tropism. Um, I might meet tro- tropism in the flesh in May. Oh, Tinder? <laughs> I swiped right. Grinder. <laughs> oh, whatever! <laughs> totally grinder, T- uh, grinder, no. Tinder. I don't care. I, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be in his neck of the woods, um, for a vacation that I really don't want to go on. But guilt is a hell of a drug. Uh, <laughs> uh, but maybe, uh, maybe tropism and I can get each other drunk and we can, you know, get through it together. Anyway, uh, so here he is. He says, "Hello, guys. Here is my list of stuff of the year. Not everything is from 2018." But I experienced them in 2018. Oh, I should have also mentioned. It doesn't have to be stuff that was released in 2018 or anything like that. Yeah, some of my stuff um, isn't. It's just stuff that happened to you in 2018 that you dug. So he says, games. Red Dead Redemption 2. I don't know why I love this game world so much. I spend so much time just riding my horse around the map doing dumb stuff that I never put up with in other games like fishing and hunting. Most favorite thing is fishing. It's true. In video games, yep. at least. There's a lot of different fish to fish. Uh, he says, I, uh, I hate yeah. maintaining equipment in games, but I have no problem spending several minutes in real time setting up camp, cooking up some seasoned steaks and eating them, and cooking extra for later. I'm only about 35% of the way through the story and have been playing for about 25 hours just because I got I get distracted and end up doing something else. My Dezang! <laughs> my yeah. my opinion may change <laughs> as what he said as i get further along but right now i don't want it to ever end to be fair Re- red dead redemption is my favorite game i've ever played so i might be biased in my opinion dave you're playing red dead too i'm not bit. actually now well, but you started it right i started but because of our living situation it's just not i don't have uh, i don't have an hour to to play i got you because i feel like that game you need at 
You need yeah. to sit down and play for at least an hour. Yeah, totally. Um, I put uh, I'm about ten percent through the game, okay. according to uh, the log. You liking it? Uh, I'm liking it. You and I talked about it a bit. I find myself looking at the controller, going, "What fucking button does what now?" I was really confused. So I I played for maybe a couple hours. Yeah. Not no. I got through the intro. Yeah. But the intro is kind of long. Yeah, the intro is very long. Um. Can and you I was imagine the same thing. Can you imagine playing Excite Bike and four hours into it, you're like, so what do these buttons do? <laughs> yeah, <again?"> it's because <laughs> it's because everything changes based on like context, right? It's funny when because I found I went to the menu because you know when you usually go to the menu and you look at the controls, it has a it shows a picture of the yeah. DualShock Four, and it says your square button does this. Well, this one, it flashes. It says okay, it does this, and then it goes, and then sometimes it does this. And then the image changes. Sometimes oh, it does this. And I'm like, stop. Just stop on that one. I yeah. want to see what it does when I'm not on the horse. But by the time I, you know, there are fucking 12, 13 yeah. buttons on this fucking controller. By the time I get to the third one, it goes to the next image. I'm like, how do I stop it just on that? Yeah. It's so goddamn confusing. Um, and, and I've been playing video games for goddamn 35 years. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> I can't imagine. So I lent this game. It's a little to old man statement. There's like 12 buttons on this thing. <laughs> I know. Well, I lent this game to Craig before I started playing it because he had like heard something on NPR or something about it. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it sounds cool. I want to try it. And I was like, well, I'm not going to get to it for a couple months here. You can borrow it. Knock yourself out. I can't imagine right what his experience must have been like. And I asked him last week. I was like, how the fuck? You haven't played a video game since Ocarina of Time, like back but in But does he have a PS4? Or he does. His, oh, okay. his daughter has one. Oh, okay. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, uh, when I played it, I crouched, and I didn't realize how I crouched. I so I'm, 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 I'm just running around <laughs> crouching. And, uh, and who's, the, who's the dude, uh, the, like the, the main, the gang leader guy? He's calling me a stupid asshole and telling me to get up. And he's like, I just was crouching and running around this cabin, and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I was like, oh, yeah, you had to click L1 or L3, right? And he's like, yeah, I figured that out by accident after about 20 minutes of running around That's on my knees. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. I'm excited to dive into it. I just... Yeah, I'm me too. Wait. The, the world is crazy impressive. Yeah. Like, holy shit. But it's just it's just what bothers me is, like, shit changes based on, like, what you're doing. You know, like, the controls, like, square when you're off the horse is different from square when you're on the horse yeah. or, or when you're in a bar or, like, whatever. And you're like, well, fuck, what is it now? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's aggravating. The other thing is, like, the menu system I'm not sold on, like... Um, you walk up to your horse and you're supposed to grab your equipment out of your horse and or out of the satchel or yeah. out of the horse. You uh, like, out of your, you fist it. Yeah. Out, <laughs> pull it right out, out of your hoss. Um, right out of the horse. You're supposed to grab it like off the, out shotgun. of the side bags or whatever the fuck they're, they're called, called. The saddle bags. Saddle, saddle bags. Bag, yeah, yeah. And, There's and, usually two of them. But I don't there. feel yep. like I, I don't feel like I'm like, you're supposed to go up there and grab like your bow and arrow and, and you see so you, you hold this button and then you push the fucking trigger and then you, hold down the R stick and you're like, okay, did I get it? Do I have it? And it says, well, release the R stick to grab it. And you're like, okay, I did it. And you're like, oh, all the buttons. You're like, well, I guess that worked. All right, sweet. Yeah. It's just a lot of shit. Like it's, I am it's over-engineered. I'm concerned coming back, like after taking a month off, mm-hmm. if I'm going to have to play through the intro again, yeah. because they kind of teach you the controls. Yeah. Well, uh, the good thing is that they're constantly like babysitting you. They're like, Press square to do this. Yeah. Press triangle to do that. I hate the I hate the contextual sh- or not the contextual shit, but I also hate games where it's like 
where you're standing in front of a rock or something, and it's something that's only going to happen like once in the game, and it says like press X to push this rock. <laughs> like just push the rock for me, you <laughs> stupid assholes. Anyway, Homefront: The Revolution tropism continues. This game series asks, what happens if North Korea becomes a superpower and occupies the U.S.? Well, we'll find out in two, <laughs> two to six months. Uh, Revolution is, short. A, is, I a, know. is the second game in the series. I might not be moved into my house. And is an open-world FPS shooter. I found the story itself to be more coherent and believable than the original game. Uh, if anyone liked the first game, I would recommend it. It doesn't do anything new or even better than other f- FPS games, but I found it enjoyable enough. Movies, Big or sorry, Big Bird, Bird Box on Netflix. I knew nothing about this movie when I watched it. Not a perfect movie, but very good, and I recommend watching it. Uh, this 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 is like the the Buzz movie the last few yeah. weeks. This is like Sandra Bullock, right? Yep. And everybody has to walk around with like a blindfold, blindfolded like demons yeah. see yep. you, or if you see them, or then you die. It reminds me of that uh, Jim from the Office movie, Quiet Place. Jim yeah, Halpert's movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the same premise, but with the eyes. John Krasinski is his yeah, name. Yeah, Jim Mike Halpert. Krasowski. That's Jim Halpert. Mike Wazowski. Uh, so, yeah, I, I want to check it out. I heard it. You know, he, so he said it's not a perfect movie, so I've heard kind of mixed reviews of it. But, man, this movie, this and that, uh, what's the other Netflix joint? The uh, 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 Black uh, Black Mirror movie where it's like choose oh, your yeah. own adventure movie. Mo, you'd be up for that. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Uh, Jim and Andy on Netflix. I watched this. You guys watch this? Nope. Never even heard this of it. This is a good movie. Yeah, so, me neither. So Tropism says, This documentary is about the making of Man on the Moon, the Andy Kaufman biography starring Jim Carrey from oh, around really? 2000. It's so good, Dave. Really? This is, yeah. If you've seen Man on the Moon? No. Nope. Or Man on the Moon? Oh, nope. I seem to recall <laughs> that Jim Carrey never went out of character. That's exactly what this movie is about. the shoot of this entire movie. Yep. Seriously, he didn't? Seriously. Yeah. Seriously, he, he did not. He basically lived as Andy Kaufman. Including and then occasionally when his, did pretended he was acting. Yes, including when his parents came to set. Andy Kaufman's parents came to set. No way. Fuck yeah way. It's good. And wow. oh, he. Wow. I don't think that was necessary. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's my savior. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's a little. That's a little. Extreme. No. 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 <laughs> wow. And it's pronounced I mean, Yahweh. I've let a lot of things go. Right. That's not too far. I gotta draw the line someplace. Nobody says fuck Yahweh on my watch. <laughs> no, you said Yahweh. I don't roll on the Sabbath. Uh, but he pissed off a lot of people on the set, including like Danny DeVito and 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 Jerry King Lawler. Oh man, he fucking went to town on that guy. That's amazing. Anyway, says it shows how absolutely batshit crazy. And I love how he censored shit. That's so adorable, tropism. How batshit crazy Jim Carrey was behind the scenes. He claimed Andy Kaufman possessed him while making the movie. He would only answer to Andy and not Jim and was a total pain in the ass on set. He basically amplified Andy's onstage persona as an excuse to harass everyone. A very cringy movie, but I really enjoyed watching it. I mean, that is what Andy Kaufman did, though. Exactly. He he went... Jim Carrey went full-on fucking Andy Kaufman. And, And... I get it. Or like, you know, it's obnoxious. It's, you know, pretentious. Yeah. But I'm like kind of genius at the same yeah. time. Uh-huh. Like he's going for the Oscar. Yeah. Cause that, that's what Andy Kaufman did. Like he inhabited this, these characters and he would not come out of it. Yeah. So Jim Carrey's like, well, fuck, fuck it. I'm just going to do that when I'm playing him. I love the theories that Andy Kaufman is still alive in New York city. Yeah. Just living his life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> TV, he says, uh, tropism again. 
Uh, it says Homecoming on Amazon Prime. <laughs> the show is based on a podcast I really enjoyed. It's about a company working with soldiers returning from war and preparing them for civilian life. <clears throat> Stars Julia Roberts. The Good Place. I did not want to watch this show. As a Christian, I didn't want to watch a show that made fun of Christians or religion or anything like that. A friend said I would like it, so I decided to give it a chance. I was surprised at how good this show is. It doesn't make fun or take any cheap shots at religion. Instead, it's a comedy that is super smart and super dumb at the same time. The basic plot is that there's a good place and a bad place we go after we die. Wasn't that religion in general? Uh, anyway, uh, then, then a person who is supposed to go to the bad place... Oh, I got you. Uh, ends up in the good place. It is stupid, funny, smart. The first two seasons are on Netflix. I love that show. Right on. That show's awesome. Um, he says, uh, podcasts. Homecoming, the podcast that inspired the show I already mentioned. And <laughs> the good place, the podcast. This is a podcast from the TV show. They go episode by episode and talk with the writers, set designers, actors, and others who make the show. It's a deep dive into how TV is made. If you don't like the show but are interested in how TV is made, you may find it any interesting anyway. Said uh, personal stuff. In October, a family friend suddenly passed away. He was only 28. I have another friend who has cancer and probably won't live past February if this new unproven treatment doesn't take. Oh, man. I'm putting this on my list, not because it's good, because it is so horribly bad. This is a reminder to tell your family and friends that you love them and give them a big hug around the neck. So I'm letting you know, John Moe and special guest Dave, <laughs> that I love <laughs> you guys. That's why it's Christmas present is so late. <laughs> that I love you guys. Thank you for what you do. I cannot thank you enough for the hundreds of hours of entertainment you've given me the past decade or so. The community you built in the forums and on Discord are my happy place where I go to be with friends and not be bombarded with negativity. The fact that there are no jerks show how awesome you guys are. Good attracts good and bad has no place here. To the other guys and gals in the super, hard, super the hardest community, thank you for giving me and others a safe place to be ourselves and not be judged. We are always helping each other out, lifting each other up, and being there for each other. I'm pretty sure all of us have gone onto Discord or the forums at least once and had a therapy session. Just pure positive people. I love all you guys. Guys, I love our little corner of the internet, and I thank you for letting me play in it. To everyone, I hope your 2018 didn't suck too badly, and I pray for 2019 to suck even less. Thank you, tropism. That's very nice. Wow, that was really nice. All right. Well, shall we proceed <coughs> with our choices? Sure. Gentlemen? All right. Should we start with TV? Sure. TV. All right. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, TV, I didn't, TV was the one thing that I didn't keep that great a track on. I don't feel like I've watched a lot of TV. Yeah, me either. I slimmed down on TV quite yeah. a bit this year. I do love The Good Place. Yeah. I started rewatching Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, it's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was on Netflix and now it's on Hulu. That reminds me of uh, there's a Family Guy episode where the, the censors go crazy and they they start censoring everything on TV. So they call it the Bleep Van Bleep Show. It <laughs> 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 always makes me it, I mean, yes, there's like random sexist 50s stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. But... There's some stuff that was actually making me laugh. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. I don't I know if I've ever seen a full episode of that. I didn't realize how physical he was in his comedy. Yeah. 
or is, I should say, still alive. Um, oh, that's right. Dick Van Dyke's still alive. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He, he was makes just a on, cameo in the new Mary Poppins movie. <sighs> he was nuts. on the Golden Globes. Was he? Was he? Yeah. Hmm. He and the new Mary Poppins did something. Oh. Hmm. So, yeah. That was... Um, I looks like old Vic Dan... Dick Vic Van, Van Dyke. Vic, Vic Van Dyke. Vic Dan Vike. Yeah. That's the one. I rewatched Parks and Rec. Still an amazing show. Yeah. And we watched... Uh, my wife and I watched Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, on yeah. Amazon. It's Mrs. Mabel. Mabel. Is it? Mabel. Navel. Mrs. Uh, Navel. I've heard good Are things. Are you sure? It's Mrs. It's Mrs.? It's, it's Marvelous Mrs. Mrs. Maisel? Yeah, yeah, it is. Totally She's is. married. She's married. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. I mean, he leaves her. Spoiler alert. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No. Did it's I do great. that in the right order? Supposedly, I was. <laughs> no. No. It. Uh, <laughs> I thought it, it's it's supposedly loosely based on Joan Rivers. Yeah, I was just gonna ask. Yeah. I'd, I'd heard that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Good writing. It's made by the same woman who made uh, Gilmore Girls, hmm. which I love Gilmore Girls. So, John refuses to watch it with me. <laughs> wow. Uh, Missing out on some good TV, man. But there's whatever. A, there's a story behind that. Um, back when I was in the band, yes, Yeski, our guitar player, he used to show up late to <laughs> rehearsal because he was watching Gilmore <laughs> Girls. Uh, there were times when he, when we were gonna, pra- when we were gonna like practice. Yeah, we were gonna practice on Wednesday night, and he'd be like, "I can't watch it. I can't practice till after eight or nine o'clock because I gotta watch Gilmore Girls." And we're like, "What the fuck? Tape it, man." Yeah, that was yeah, it was back in there. Like ninety eight, ninety nine. I don't know. Whenever that show was on, I don't know. Anyway, all right. TV. So I, I only had a couple choices too. Um, Aren't you going to tell him? I texted you once, asking if you wanted to come over and watch the Gilmore Girls with me because I found all of the seasons on VHS <laughs> on a like Craigslist. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Have you watched it before? No, but I found them all on right Craigslist VHS. John yeah. was like, "You just a hard no." Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, I guess there goes that opportunity. Hurry I think, up and read the rest of the Dark Tower series. And then I'm watch all the Gilmore that. Girls, and you I'm and I are going to have a good discussion. Uh, yeah, hurry up and read the Dark Tower Just read series, them all. Which, which is not possible. <laughs> <laughs> hurry and read I, them. I did it one day. Hurry and get through the first chapter. Also not possible. Um, Mo, Whatever, you got any man. choices for TV? You got anything? You'll play 428 nah. Shibuya <laughs> Shuffle, but yeah. you won't read. Scramble, <laughs> bitch. Scramble. <laughs> all I watch is Netflix. Yeah, I mean, well, we're counting that, remember? So, sure. <laughs> I mean, and not current. Oh, no, I guess mm. it was this season. The Great British Baking Show. Oh, Love right that on. show. So good. Yeah, I need to get on that. Just so good. Everything that American TV isn't. Yes. Yeah. Which is true. positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's great. Team working. Uh, I'm going to prove you wrong on that statement in a minute. No, you're Whatever, not. Whatever, man. Oh, I am. Um, no. Uh, so already talking won. about queer eye for the straight guy because that's pretty good. I am oh, it's or just queer, queer eye. eye now. Queer eye. Queer. Yeah, it's just yeah. queer eye. That's so, a good show too. So my first choice is uh, F F is for Family, which is an animated show uh, created by Bill Burr, the comedian. What channel is that on? It's on Netflix. Really? Yep. Never even heard of it. Filthy Dave. Netflix. Right. Yep. It's a streaming service, Dave. <laughs> oh, okay, with a big red N. That's Got the it. one. Okay, yeah, I yeah. just get the discs. So. <laughs> oh. Wow. I do get the discs. I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> I I I wish I still did honestly because their their disc selection is insanely good, so yeah. deep. No, yeah. It really is. Like uh, you can't find a lot of that shit. Even uh, even like even on iTunes, you can't find a lot of that shit. Yeah, they don't have a lot on Blu-ray, which bugs me. For uh, the, yeah, for the old ones. But their DVD selection is yeah deep. Anyway, F is for family is 
it, you know, it's another animated show about a family star. You know, it's like uh, it's like the next evolution of Simpsons to Family Guy now to this, right? And it takes place in the seventies, so it's got that hook to it as well. Um, I th- I may have talked about this last year, but I think so. It's really good. It's really funny. It's filthy. Um, it's just a good light watch. Uh, but Queer Eye, Queer Eye is a show that I watch with my family, like the whole damn family, and they love it. So you it's know, a great how, show. You know how you can create profiles for your Netflix, <laughs> and then you can create little pictures. Yeah, right? you, you can put little pictures on. Tell there. me you can pick the queer. I didn't know you can pick. Pictures. You can pick Jonathan from. Queer no Eye. way. So th- oh we, we gosh, have three. We that. have three profiles. There's uh one that says. Did you John- hear he broke up with his boyfriend? I did. His name was Wilco, but don't go begging on Wilco. Wow, it Wilco. was on the internet. Jeff Tweedy. Yeah, right. I um, like your disco. So we have three profiles. One is John and Christine. The other one is Ethan and Zachary. And then the third <laughs> one is the family. So John and Christine is just like some random cartoon. Ethan and Zachary, it's a different one. And then the whole family, it's Jonathan from Queer Eye. Uh, my, my kids adore this show. And, and I'm glad because it's a super positive show. Um, and, you know, there's a bit of like... The drama gets a bit thick at times. It does. It does. And there's a bit of minstrel yeah, show I mean, to it. Yeah, I mean, it's over... It's way overly produced. Yeah, there's a bit of minstrel show to it, and I get that criticism, but the overall message of it, I think, is super positive and super healthy. Yeah, you know, it's 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 giving out the message to be comfortable with yourself, and you know, and and be accepting of everybody, and you know, so I think I think overall, it's a super that, healthy message. That show doesn't shy away from talking about stuff right like they yeah. no they've had a few episodes with christians on them and i feel like yep. they've portrayed both sides in really good lights yeah totally and like here's what christians could actually be doing yeah which yep. i i appreciate that yep they they had one the episode Dynasty, guys they had one episode with a trans dude um that blew my kids hair back a little bit we watched it twice <laughs> just to make sure the message got through you know <laughs> it, it, you know i I've, I've got no problems with that show um it, it's a it's a great show. It's even better than the original, and I was a big fan of the original. Oh, I never watched the original. Agreed. Yeah, I loved the original when it was first on. Christine and I used to fucking watch that religiously back in the VCR oh. days. We would uh, we would uh, tape it. We would record it. Set the set the VCR for Queer Eye. Oh yeah, gross. Yeah. I was watching American. <laughs> then Idol. they'd fucking watch it, and we didn't <laughs> need to know that. <laughs> You could just say we watched it. <laughs> no kidding. Right? What's with all the language? Uh, I know. We need a jar. We'd be like, oh, it's Carson. Anyway. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, I right. know. Whoa. You see the movements in I the did. chair over I there? Did. There was thrust. Yep. Uh, the next one. These are all shows that I've watched on Netflix, by the way. <laughs> I don't want to be making that goddamn I know, movie. right? <laughs> That's your only choice right now. It's like you're staring into my soul. <laughs> What do you think I see, Dave? <laughs> unicorns. <laughs> it's not virgin far, unicorns. Not far off, <laughs> buddy Jesus. It's a unipor- u- unipor- <laughs> unicorn. Unicorn. That's what I see, Dave. Unicorns. Whoa! It's All a, right, it's a centipede. Uh, of the unicorns. next show is Norm Macdonald <laughs> has a show. Oh, it's a talk show starring Norm Macdonald and his friend Adam Eager. Uh, Adam mainly just sits off to the side and takes Norm's abuse and every once in a while says something, gets berated and shuts up. <laughs> it's 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 basically it's like a filmed podcast. It's so loose 
and just I have, random? I started an episode. I didn't finish it, though. Uh, was it the... Uh, 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 I think it was David Spade. David Spade? Yeah. I love that episode. I gotta watch it. Because David Spade's just like, what the fuck is this show? Like, <laughs> yeah. are we recording now? Like, what the yeah. hell's happening? Yeah. And then at the end of every episode, uh, Norm and Adam, they get up and they do a little jig and, and sing a little song for the credits, and that's the end of the show. All right. It's, it's, uh, it's produced by David Letterman's Worldwide Pants. Oh really? And Letterman's a guest, and you can tell he's like, "I'm paying for this. Like this, <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're doing." <laughs> There's an episode where he has Judge Judy on, and it's awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's a really good show. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. It's really entertaining. It's you know, it's only 25 minutes long, so it's a quick watch. And then my final choice is an old show, but one that I think I'm pretty sure Mo that you're a fan of. Faulty Towers. Oh, it's oh, the, I started watching that too. That is the best show. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think you mean farty towels. <laughs> yeah, or was it something twats? I forget. Yeah, owls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, they changed the sign at, oh. uh, on the on the on the hotel every week. Um, farty towels. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so good. It's only twelve episodes, right? It uh, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, this was a huge hole in my like viewing history like this i realized this is a show that i hadn't watched i i love john cleese yeah me too you know I've, i'm a big fan of fish called wanda never seen it oh so great uh, <laughs> i had my kids watch that too i'm the worst dad ever um but i was we watched we watched uh, uh fish called wanda because i got it for like five bucks on itunes and i'm like shit i really need to watch faulty towers and i watched the whole thing in just a couple days Oh it, yeah, it's easy. Goddamn genius! It's so good. It's it's so good. Fucking genius! I miss shows well, like that. Yeah, <laughs> I miss shows like that that are obviously on a set. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, and and there's obviously like a setup and a gag and like yeah, the it's whole like, deal. It's like a live play. Yeah, basically. And it is. That's not wrong. That's what plays are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a televised yeah. play. It's so good, and I mean, and you can tell that the people that are in it are so fucking talented yeah you know like the timing, the timing is perfect is yeah you could just be watching the big bang theory well there's so much <laughs> physical timing that's an obvious yes, that yeah. that's an obvious it. set <laughs> it is an obvious set uh, but, gags but john cleese is page. brilliant his his wife is fucking brilliant uh you know manuel is brilliant the hot chick who works there is brilliant yep. like they're all just great i love that sh- and the was it the the cat or cat Admiral, Captain, yeah, Major, yeah. Major, Major yeah. yeah, the I old guy, Major, yeah, oh, so good. It's great. It, it is a really terrific show. So, uh, Faulty Towers is on Netflix. Uh, you can catch you can catch the whole series. You can watch it in just a couple of days. Uh, most of you probably watched it already. That's all I got for TV. Anybody else? Mo. That's I don't remember. Oh, you know, house like grand designs. That's kind of fun. Um. Something weird. Arc. It's all Netflix. Yeah, it's like incredible tiny homes. houses. Or no, something incredible like that. homes or something like that. Like so, they're all crazy expensive homes, right? But built in just the bizarrest yeah. of places, right? But they're amazing. That's fun to fun to watch. I was talking to Craig about this today. <laughs> Sorry, right into the microphone. Yeah, right into it. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a quiet one. It wasn't. Uh, I was talking to Craig about this today. I'm like, fucking Netflix is what ten bucks. A goddamn deal, yeah. Oh, it is. That is the one thing I have a monthly subscription to that I get my money out of 
yeah. I don't know how many times over. Oh, for sure. Happily, I happily pay for it. Don't tell them we should. We would pay more. Yeah. Well, and their their original programming that they just keep throwing more and more money at is incredible. Yeah. But how, so, how do you feel about them shrinking just the backlog of stuff and only doing original programming? Because well, I think they're they're moving. They're trying to move towards well, that. If the content that they're putting out stays as quality as it is, I don't give a shit. It's so good. Like the stuff that's on Netflix is like they've reached a place where they're now like way better than even HBO. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's crazy to think of that because HBO, to pay, I mean, that's like 18 bucks a month. It's really? nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Hmm. Um, anyway. Well, and you have to have cable. You can't just have HBO. No, you can. Yeah, you can. Now. You can? Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can have okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I live in the past. So if you want to stream Fraggle Rock. When America was great. You can subscribe to HBO. All right. Uh, next up is Beaver. Oh, you know what? I was mm. at the Keg and Case the other day, and they had the top of a brewery tank out just laying in the parking lot. Reminded me of a snark. <laughs> All right. Just wanted to tell you that. All right. This guy, this is Beaver. He's a relatively new forum a member. a few of those words. Yeah. Not very many. Um, Beaver, he's only got six posts on the forum, but make some more, Beaver. Beef. Anyway, he says, I'll try to make my list short. Favorite movie, Terminal. This movie friggin' rocks. Bunch of badasses and assholes being badasses and assholes. Highly stylized movie with Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino-like dialogue. Plus, Margot Robbie is fucking amazing. In a year where Movie Pass let me see every movie this year, Terminal was my favorite, and it is on Hulu. Uh, you know, until they, f- you know, shit the bed. Movie Pass, that is. Uh, I thought he was talking about the Terminal, Tom Hanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so did I. With with uh, <laughs> directed by the Steven Spielberg. Oh, uh, Benny Golson uh, had a cameo in it. Uh, favorite video game, Spider-Man. This game was just a joy to play, and I didn't want it to end. The combat, web-slinging, the charm, the story, and boy, oh boy, is it pretty on a PS4 Pro and a 4K TV. Yes, it is. Go play it. Uh, yeah, the, the best part of that game was the swinging. Like, they just fucking nailed it. Dave? I, yeah? I think Spider-Man was my number one game of the year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Bold move. It was a big gaming year. Yeah, I, I, I mean... Sushi Striker? What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Honorable mentions. Uh, it's fun. We'll talk about it. He says, Cod Blops 4 Blackout Mode. What? Call of Duty Black oh. Ops 4 Blackout Mode. My kid plays this all the time, so I know what Taking up is. 100 gigs of space yeah, in no PS4. Shit. Come on, Activision. Jesus. Two terabyte. Two Dang terabyte. should all be playing Rainbow Six. Two terabyte hard drive. <laughs> On the gone. 64. Yeah. On the Xbox. PS1. The original uh, Xbox. He also says Overcooked 2, which I agree, much Ooh, better I than Overcooked 1. one uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. God of War, which I do have. I oh, bought yeah. your copy. I haven't played it yet. Hitman 2 and the Super Nintendo Classic. Super Nintendo Classic was pretty awesome. Zach went over to his buddy's house uh, last weekend, um, came back, and I said, Zach, what would you do over there? And he said, uh, we played the Super Nintendo Classic. And he goes, Dad, I think I like old school games better than new ones. And I was like, ah, that's my boy. Your heart melt a little bit. Yeah, I was like, ah, I love you, kid. You're my favorite. Don't tell your brother. <laughs> um, music, he says, Seven Dust, This Is War. Wow. Fuck, these guys still rock. By far my favorite album of the year and favorite live show. Honorable mentions, Thrice. I Blue- love Thrice. Never heard of them. Blue October and Black Map. Thrice put on a new album this year called Palms. It's pretty good. And that's what he says. Uh, favorite things that happened in 2018. 
Elsie May, born August 2nd. She's my second child and second in 10 years. Being 24 when I had my first and an immature ass at the time, I feel I was much more resistant to my first than I would care to admit. Now, 35 years old and much more mature, I want to spend all of her waking hours with her. In fact, she's sitting on my lap as I write this. Elsie May of Things 2018, boobs. Also one of my favorite things. And her crunchy book. I don't know what any of that meant. Uh, <laughs> happy 2019, everyone. You too, Beaver. Let's press on. Let's go with Gruel. Ah, long-time listener Gruel. Favorite video game, Detroit Become Human. Wow, wow. That's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a bold choice. Um, Mo, you remember Heavy Rain? I remember the title, Heavy Rain. It was like a interactive, like, kind of like push this button, you know, like, uh, I, I'm, that's bad. That's every video game. That was game. pretty bad. Every video it's game. An, it's it's uh, interactive and again. you push a button. It's like an interactive movie. Yeah, kind of. That was Where heavy you make rain. choices. Yeah. Um, Choose the one that adventure. everyone thought was all profound. Uh, yes. I don't know that it was prof- heavy rain. Was prof- well, I didn't uh, ask you if it was profound. I yeah. asked if it was one that yes. everyone else thought I'm was sure profound. Everybody did, yeah. 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 So he says, I'm a huge fan of Quantic Dreams, the developer. And once again, they delivered by being one of the great one of the companies capable of pulling off a gripping, branching narrative with so many different options and choices, having a big impact that I replayed the final two hours of the game three more times to see all the endings play out the way I wanted. Favorite music album or music moment. I do not buy too many albums anymore, but this year I did get video game soundtracks on vinyl and picked up about a dozen of them throughout the year and are perfect to listen to while cleaning the house and doing yoga. Top vinyl picks so far are Snatcher, Shenmue, Mortal Kombat, and the Netflix Punisher vinyl. Nice. Favorite movie. <laughs> I love Gruel so much. Skyscraper. I don't know. Yeah. Starring yes. The Rock. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, Die Hard Rules, and Skyscraper is the perfect spiritual successor to Die Hard. Just rolling with the movie to see what, yeah, right moment The Rock delivers and delivers next, proved to be an awesome ride from beginning to end. Bonus shout-outs this year to Hotel Artemis, Mission Impossible Fallout, and Avengers Infinity War. Favorite TV, Roseanne slash The Connors. The Connors. Uh, controversies aside, it has been awesome to see uh, this show back. It took a few episodes for the cast to get gelling again, but once they did, they have not lost a beat. Sarah Gilbert has been terrific, too, taking over the reins since Roseanne's ousting. I can go on forever about this, but check out the Roseanne slash the Connors thread on the forums for more. I agree, man. So we've talked With about Skyscraper this. number one. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, um, Look at him. This Apple Watch. <laughs> Checking his stats. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, what's my heart rate? Uh-huh. B. <laughs> uh, no, but... Uh, so I, we've talked about before how in the 90s I was a big fan of Roseanne. So it was cool to see it come back. Uh, she went mental like she always does. And uh, Sarah Gilbert, her Darlene character, was always my favorite character on the show anyway. So now to see Darlene kind of take over the show is pretty cool. I, I think the show is actually better now than it was last I'd, last spring. I have never seen a full episode of Roseanne in any form. Really? I watched part of one once and I hated it. Yeah. I never like Roseanne. A lot of it is because I hate Roseanne. Yeah. I, from the, I mean, way back in the day, I just could not stand her. Yeah, I, can, should, I, I can't argue with that. I, I can't. We hmm? should crack that beer open. Oh, yeah, sure. You want to do that now? 
Everybody, well, we can finish our conversation. Oh, Mo's got first, a little but... slurp to go on his yet. Suck it down, Mo. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I mean, I can't begrudge anybody who's like, "Fuck that show," because fuck Roseanne. Like, I totally. Get oh, I it. did. Yeah, I. She's just too abrasive for me to yeah, enjoy. I, I just couldn't get past it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "This is this is a personality I can't." Yeah, I can't watch. I get it because, like, I watch when I was a kid. I watched that show, and I was like, "That's like this watching is, your home." Isn't it's it? like watching Meryl, and you and you were Darlene. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Wow, kind of. Um, I'd like to think I was as, as clever as she is, but um, I wasn't. But anyway, um, but it, but I I love it now because it's 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 Sarah Gilbert as Darlene, and you know, um, um, John Goodman as Dan, and the, and John Goodman's like he's like everybody's favorite fucking person in the world he's like america's dad you know i do love john goodman so i mean how did they handle it what did they do to her she uh so it kind of worked out well because at the end of last season um it was like slowly revealed that she was addicted to opioids Uh uh-huh and so they just od'd her oh and the main governor she was in maine and that guy refused to give her help so (laughs) that's right Uh, he's one of your own um so yeah she was uh she was stashing away opioids and shit and so they were just like oh she od'd Perfect. Yeah. Um, it, I will say it was a little weird the first couple episodes without her because she's such a huge part of the show, yeah. you know, and she was like, you know, she's a centerpiece of that show. Right. So not having that centerpiece was kind of fucked up. But uh, Sarah Gilbert stepped up pretty well. Like she's like Darlene's just a great character. Um. All right. Uh, should we go on to some of our shit? Sure. Um, music. Who wants to go first? Not me. Not you. Dave? Music? What do you got? Uh, <coughs> I mean, I can start. I can just... I yeah, can, why don't you start? I can say what we're listening to now. We've been listening to Jack White's Boarding House Reach, which is a... What? Yeah, Boarding House this Reach. Is Jack White? Yeah. This this whole wow. thing we've been listening to. Uh, this is by far Jack White's weirdest album. I think it's his best album. I do too. <laughs> this is a this is this is I where, had no idea. Yep. This is this is Jack White just saying, you know what? I'm going to stop. I mean, okay, it's not saying I'm going to stop being Jack White. It's no. It's, he's like, I want to do this now. Yeah. It's it's he's saying I'm going to stop being so goddamn Jack White. I'm going to go nuts and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. You know, like like there's a lot of like synthesizers on here. Yeah. A lot of you know drum machines and shit. No, I love it. You know, he gets really goddamn funky on this album. Yep. It's a weird ass album, and I dig that about it. Um, it's it's less just straight up like kind of uh, blues rock, right? And more just like well, everything. Yeah, you know? I love versatility. Yep, and people who can do, who can wear many hats. Yeah, and and he's of of anyone in that industry, he has the most hats, but you don't get to see it all that often. Yep, I don't think. And yeah, this exactly. is this is great because this sounds like somebody else, and that's what I love. Yeah, exactly, and. You know, back when he was in White Stripes, I think, you know, we had talked about this with Hilden a lot, where we, we would talk, we'd review a White Stripes album, or yeah. just generally talk about White Stripes, and yep. we'd be like, imagine what this guy could do if he didn't limit himself. Yeah, well, if, if he had a real musician. With <laughs> yeah, but I think I think we made that comment a lot. We were like, what if he didn't limit himself? Because yeah. that's what he was doing with White Stripes. He was, he was trying to do his thing, but with such limitations, yeah. you know? And so when White Stripes broke up and he went solo, we were like, finally, at last, he can, you know, he can get a real band behind him and he can just fucking cut loose. And he did, and he did a really good job. But now he's going he's going even further. And I think he's fucking brilliant. 
Like he's he's one of the last real fucking like just rock star like great musicians out there right now. That fucking bottle open. Oh, it's probably over on the oh. on the bar. <coughs> Dave, you got to you want to you want to toss one in? Sure, I can. Looking at my list here. It's unprepared. Great, we only had the whole year. I was overly prepared this year, and then I forgot my list at home. <laughs> or at work, actually. Yeah, which at should work. tell us about what Dave does for work. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I didn't get a chance to look at it today. All right, my album of the year by far is Coed and Cambria, the, their newest album. <laughs> which is called? It is called... Google, don't fail me now. I know. <laughs> It is called The Unheavenly Creatures. Right on. So I'm sure I've talked about Coheed before. Yeah. But they all the majority of their albums are like this sweeping epic science fiction story. And the lead singer writes Holy all shit. the lyrics. I just, sorry, I just opened the, the took the top off and it's smelled good. Smell. So he took a break from writing from writing albums that pertain to the science fiction story and now they came back to it. Yeah. And they're kind of like modern rush. Really? A little bit. Yeah. Oh, you know, I don't know much about these guys. I mean, I've heard about them for years. They've been around a long time. Yeah, they've been around. I've listened to them since college. But I thought they were just like, you know, fucking navel-gazy indie rock stuff. No? Am I completely off base? No, I wouldn't. He was was busting out the double guitar. Nice. It's like, yeah, it's good. It's like, Twelve, yeah, like, good. like eight minute long songs. Wow, a little prog rocky. Yeah, they are definitely prog rock. Um. So yeah, that 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 was by far my favorite album. Thrice came out with a new album that I really like. They're they they're kind of the same ilk of Coheed and Cambry, like they toured together and stuff like that. Thrice right. isn't prog rock though; they're more indie rock. Yeah. Uh, Mumford and Sons put out a new album. What? Yeah. Really? And I used to, like, I really loved their first. I'm surprised two I don't know about that because every time they put out an album, like people shit their drawers and. <laughs> <laughs> not, like seriously, like no, I know, but so the, the, I really liked their first two, and then the last couple or the last one was just I didn't I hardly listened to it at all and for whatever reason this one stuck with me and I listened to it a ton hmm. this year didn't they like uh, a couple albums ago or whatever I, I don't follow them at all but a couple albums ago didn't they ditch the whole like we're a folksy mandolin players and yeah. they tried sounding like and cold players electric yeah. stuff and they went they went back to it they, uh, they I picked really up their it. mandolins and yeah their, or what? What have you? The shakuhachis? No, probably not. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's the <laughs> bass guitars. <laughs> I mean, I saw them. I saw them a long time ago. Yeah. And it was just. I mean, it's just the four of them. They didn't even have a drummer. The lead singer just played a kick drum with his feet while he was playing guitar. Right. And then they would just kind of rotate between playing the drums. Should we go to Burning Man? <laughs> I yeah. guess. I mean, that seems like something that would be an experience. <laughs> I fucking love to see you at Burning Man. <laughs> right? <Me> amazing. <laughs> just I would me. go to Burning Man with you just to yes, see you right. at Burning Man. Mo, Mo my goggles, in the my goggles and my scarf. <laughs> I've got zero <laughs> interest in going, but I'll go just to see Pooping you. Pooping in a Pringles can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it takes. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then this other... We need a lot of Pringles cans. 
Brother Bird. Brother Bird. I don't know that it's one. one. It's a one woman show. She. It's so Manchester Orchestra, that band that I. Yeah, really yeah, like. yeah. He's producing her album. Apparently, she was on The Voice at some point. Oh boy. All right. It's kind of countryish. It's about as country as I'll get. Yeah. But I really like it. It's only a five. She's only released a five song EP. Caroline Glasser is her name, but the name of the band is Brother Bird. Okay. Slow, moody. I'll yeah. Buy it. Yeah. All right. That's what I got. That's what you got. That's what I got. All right. Um, listen to Coheed if you want to melt your face and try to. Find your eyeballs because of a guitar <laughs> solo. <but laughs> Mo's gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, my favorite album of the year, by far, was what we're listening to: Arctic Monkeys, Tranquility Base, Hotel and Casino. Which uh, it's all you can give to Mo. Um, which we listened to on the podcast. Uh, okay. And uh, and the whole thing sounds a bit like this. And they made a whole album. I feel like we could do this in a weekend. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's not saying anything bad about them. It's just saying how awesome we are. That's right. (laughs) I'm getting like a Bowie vibe. Yeah. Oh, totally. totally. This has got a huge Bowie vibe. So these guys generally, you know, in the past have put out like straight ahead, like kind of punkish, you know, clever, uh, cheeky. You know, tongue cheeky in, monkeys, tongue in cheek uh, rock music. This album is David Bowie style space fucking lounge rock, and I love it so much. It's a weird album, like the Jack White thing. You, know what you I, should do, and I love weird. You should just completely redecorate your sunroom to be like a space lounge. Yeah, so you can sit and enjoy this appropriately. Mm-hmm. Black light, yeah, like yeah, like round is furniture. This funky. It might be. It's a little funky. No, it's a little funky. It doesn't taste right. We've had this before, and this does not taste like it normally does. Uh, it might be old. Yeah, it's tasting yeah. sour as shit. Well, that's a bummer. That yeah, is a bummer, because that's a good beer. I got something else upstairs. All right, great. Go dump it out. Anyway, I I love this album. I, I've listened to this over and over again, and this is... I'm in, at the point in my life where I don't listen to albums over and over again. Yeah. Like, I listen to them once, and I'm like, good. Yeah fart them out i'm like alexa what's next you know do you use alexa for music uh i got that deal right, yeah with where i got yep. the daco show but now they have apple music built into it oh. so you can you can switch your switch your default music <laughs> thing over to apple music so i got a i got a free google mini home through yeah. spotify every premium subscriber they just sent a mini to yeah i got kind of the same ish deal but with a echo show it doesn't work very well no no, I was not happy with I've it at all. I've never used the Google Home. Elect like the Echo works fucking amazing. I can be like, I can be like Alexa, you know, lick on my ball sack, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like she does whatever I ask her to. It's nuts. Wow. It's better than Siri. I'll it tell is you nuts, that. Because huh? Siri, she's dumb as a. No, stump. like I'll say, oh shit, with, what is that? Dave, you don't deserve this. I'm just going to tell you that right now. It's true. None of us deserve this. Uh, Mo just brought us a giant bottle of Blushing Monk. Founders 20, 2015. Holy cow. Let's hope for the best. God damn. This is one of my favorite beers we've ever had. It's pretty good. Um, Should we pause it and dump out our bad beer? Uh, in a moment, yeah. Um, 
So anyway, uh, the Arctic Monkeys Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. I just love it because it's weird. It's like a concept album almost. Um, it's super easy to listen to. It's just like when we played this on the on the show like a couple months ago. Mo, I, I think, remember you playing it. Yeah, Mo, I think you commented that you just love how many words. Oh yeah, how many words are in it? Like yeah. just just fucking loaded full of words. Yeah, yeah. I could see it being nice to have in the background when you're cooking or something. Mm-hmm. It's a great album, and th- and this is his uh, Alex Turner is a singer. It's his style is is loading his songs full of words, even when they're like fast paced, like up tempo, you know, punk tunes. Like he just just throws the whole goddamn dictionary into it. Um, I love this album. Uh, my favorite song on here is four out of five, where he's talking about. Uh, the rating that the hotel has received nice. uh, <laughs> on the moon. It's a hotel on the moon. Uh, four stars out of five, and that's very rare. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, there's another album uh, that I want to talk about a little bit, um, and this is less the album and more of the musician, Courtney Barnett, the Australian uh, musician who plays guitar like Kurt Cobain and sings kind of like Joan Jett. Um She's great. Um, she, she put out an album call, uh, this year called Tell Me How You Really Feel that I love. Um, and uh, so that album uh, made me go back and kind of rediscover her entire catalog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's fucking awesome. Uh, Christine and I went and saw her at the Surly, uh, you know, their, oh, yeah. their, their outdoor concert. Yeah, venue. the Herpty Derp. Yeah, and it was so good. Um she was amazing. She had two uh, two people open for her. Lucy Bacchus, I think one of them. I forget the other uh, other lady's name. Uh, but it was a great night. And Courtney Barnett is just she can write a good fucking like good rock tune, you know. And yeah. there aren't many people these days who do that. Um, yeah. So I I'm I'm in love with this. I'm in love with Courtney Barnett. Unfortunately, she doesn't reciprocate. Bummer, man. Yeah, she digs the chicks. So be it. So be it. Um, anyway, uh, and then I was just going to make a quick mention to uh, Churches. Um, they put out a uh, an album this past summer. I, I forget what like it's all called. All of the Churches? Uh, Virches. It's like Vivich. Yeah. Oh. Instead of you, it's a V. Virches. Um, but anyway, it's a great album. If you, if you like pop music, if you like well-written pop music, not like shitty, vapid fucking... You know, bullshit pop like. music. Yeah. yeah. Stuff that Dave's likes. Dave likes. I'll take it. If you like really, <laughs> really well written, uh, good, tuneful pop music, check out Churches and their new album. It's my, my favorite movie of the year is Taylor Swift's Stadium Tour Netflix. Uh, I, I work, see that. I work with a girl who, if you said that in front of her, she'd fucking choke you to death. She hates Taylor <laughs> Swift so much. I am going to watch that Stadium Tour movie on Netflix. You're but, the worst. But that's... 1989 is a great album. <laughs> you got a you got a T-shirt that says "I love T Swift." No, <laughs> I have not listened to Reputation, her newest, but 1989 yeah. is a great album. All right, I don't care what I'll take your says. word for it. I'll take your word for it. Let's take a break and pour these uh, unfortunately <laughs> bad beers. Yeah. All right, all right. I have one more bottle. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Shall we move on? Who do we got next? We got uh Iceman. Oh, we didn't talk to me about music. We oh, yeah, music. Yeah, you, I thought you said you didn't want to. No, I didn't have anything ready. Okay, go ahead. I don't still don't have anything ready. 
John Coltrane. They released a, a new. Oh yeah, John Coltrane. So, That's actually really good. Funny. Uh, I was listening to the radio. Yeah. And mentioned that. I was like, I bet you this is from that new album. Yeah. And they're like, there's what new album? Right. Sure enough. Yeah. It's good. Well, I mean, like both it's, sides it's at once or something. It's called something like that. Yeah. Some something like that. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, even when it's not good, it's good. Yeah. It's like pizza. Yeah. I, uh... And sex. Nah. Not like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty easy to please. <laughs> Did I come? Yeah? Good. No, culture... Like, that. that's a great album. But... Yeah. I only heard part of it. I didn't buy it. I can't remember the last time I bought a CD. Yeah. It's really good. Um, all right. Iceman. He's got games. He says Red Dead Redemption Two. This is my game of the year. Never I have thought I we ca- were talking about music. Uh, well, we're going we're going through all of it. Iceman's got to get with the program. Yeah. Never have I cared as much about a character as I did for Arthur Morgan. He's no, easily the most fleshed out. Never hated him so much. And developed character that Rockstar has ever created. I never have never wanted to pl- replay a Rockstar game, but I will just to experience Arthur's story again. I don't want to spoil anything. There are so many great moments in the game, but one of my favorites is the mission. Where you go drinking with Lenny. Wow. Thanks. Splurts. God of War. Right. Spoiler alert. This That's, is how you yeah. reboot a franchise. Splurts. Splurts. God of War games have always looked really good. But this one also sounds and feels good. Throwing the axe and having it come flying back in your hand feels perfect. I was worried that Atreus would be an annoying companion, but I never found that to be the case. And secondary characters like so this one's Mimer, like, like Cinder, then. and Brock were all great. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically you're playing a game with Tingle on your yeah. side. Like mm. a, a sidekick you want. <laughs> <laughs> minute. Normally, if a game only took me 86 minutes to beat, I wouldn't have so many good things to say about it. But I for, fully enjoyed all 80, 86 minutes of Minute. I'll talk about that one a little bit later. I'll talk it's, about God of War 2. It is also on my list. Uh, movies. Icarus. I had this on my Netflix queue since it came out, but I finally got around to watching it this year. It's a documentary about the Russian, Russian state-sponsored doping scandal surrounding the 2014 oh, yeah. Sochi Olympics. Someone else, my cousin told me him, that's an amazing documentary. Yeah. Uh, the Ballad <laughs> of Buster Scruggs. I need to see this one yet. Yeah, it's, me too. It, I'm, I'm waiting for Christine because she loves Coen Brothers stuff, at least usually. Okay, maybe like once or what's, twice. What's the once? Oh, she loves Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? It's Never one of her favorite it. movies ever. Oh, understandable. Yeah, it's a great movie. It is so good. But And she likes Fargo. Other than that, I'm not sure if there's another <coughs> Coen Brothers movie that she's oh, really good she is a bit. She is a simpleton. Yeah, she is, <laughs> she is a foam-faced <laughs> simpleton. Foam-faced <laughs> 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 simpleton. Oh, boy, uh, the cup. I love <laughs> No Country for Old Men, but I don't think I can watch it a second time. Yep. There are, there are a few Coen Brothers like movies like Big that. Lebowski. Uh, I watched that a billion times. Yeah, it's my favorite movie. Um, I will say though, uh, speak um, Coen Brothers. Um, Hail Caesar. It was great. So I haven't seen that still. Hail Caesar is so incredibly I'm, I'm underrated. Yeah, you will love it. Yeah, I know this. I think it is their most underrated movie. That movie is one of their best. It's got. I think it's in their top three. It's pretty good. Fucking great. Loved it. I don't know if I would say top three. Especially if you're an old fan or a fan of old Hollywood. Yeah. Or at least the mystique of old Hollywood. Yeah. This movie will just tickle your taint like nothing else. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have that as a quote on the back of the box. Yeah, yeah. I should, so write, I should tickly, be writing this shit. Tickle your tit, y'all. <laughs> I should be in marketing. <laughs> All right, so the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, he says, the Coen brothers doing what the Coen brothers do. Of the six parts, there was only one that I thought was just okay, but otherwise it was stellar. And Tom Waits is simply fantastic. I thought he was going to simply un... In, er, in, what I'm trying to say? Mm. Uh, just, I, I can't understand a word he's Ponergized. saying. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, TV says, uh, Peaky Blinders. I've been meaning to watch this one myself. Uh, he says, I watched all four seasons of this at the start of the year. The show centers on the Peaky Blinders gang and their leader, Thomas Shelby, who is played by Cillian Murphy. Or Killian Murphy. I don't know. It follows the rise of the gang after World War II up to the mid-20s by the end of Season 4. The acting is great, the action is fast, and overall it just really looks good. Recurring characters are played by Tom Hardy, Sam Neill, and Adrian Brody. I would highly recommend this show. Um, Santa Clarita Diet. Fuck, how did I forget this on my list? I don't know. Have you watched this yet? No, I, watched, I haven't watched it either. I watched one episode or half an episode. I can't remember. Don't just watch the first episode. So I did yeah. the same thing. I watched the first episode. Went, I, didn't, uh, I didn't go back to it for a year. I was yeah. like, uh, fuck, whatever. And then one day I was looking for shit to watch, and I was like, uh, maybe I'll go back and check this out. Funniest show on TV. Really? Oh, fucking so funny. The first, the first two or three episodes, you're like, uh, it's okay. Yeah. By the time you get to the end of the end of season one, you're like, I, I. So are they zombies? I would kill for this show. Or cannibals? Yes. <laughs> it is so good. Season two of of Santa Clarita Diet is maybe the funniest TV show I've ever watched. Really? So funny. And you've seen Arrested Development. It's up there. So that's a. And good you've seen Farty s- Towels. I've seen Farty Towels. <laughs> Season two of Arrested <laughs> Development. Remember how funny that was? Oh, yeah. Season two of Santa Clarita Diet is right up there. Wow. It is wow. so good. So have you liked the new Arrested Development? It's okay. I watched yeah. the latest one. Did it you was, watch the good. remix one? I didn't. Where they redid Where they redid this the fourth season and made it like... like sequential or whatever? Yeah. yeah, the editor, like the director re-edited it all and made it sequential like the old yeah. seasons. Yeah, I don't think oh, I... No, no, I, I didn't see that. I just saw the one, whatever the the Netflix funded season was. Yeah, there, so there are a couple now. Well, they, yeah, so the on Netflix one. they that took, was four, right? That was four. Yeah, I saw. And then that. he said immediately when four was done, he started remixing it to make it sequential like all the other seasons because he didn't like how four turned out. Oh. Yeah, and season five's out there too. I, watched I thought that. four was yeah. fine. I thought actually, I thought the way they did it was kind of clever. Yeah, because they had a I super so limited too. budget. Yeah, and so they were filming from all sorts of different lo- angles, right? Yeah, simultaneously yeah. to make. However yeah. many episodes they needed yeah. to, so, yeah, uh, I thought season, that was cool. The season five's out there too. I watched that this year. It was, Is it? It was good. Yeah, I have not seen. So seen anyway, Santa Clarita Diet. He says the best comedy going right now. I I I can't believe I fucking forgot. Well, uh, you should just walk out of this podcast because you're done. He says, I can't pick a favorite this character. This podcast is a serious podcast. He says, I can't pick a what favorite character because, because everyone is outstanding. Uh, Iceman, I can pick a favorite character. It's the neighbor kid. He is by far the highlight of that damn show. Um, like Anyang. Like Anyang. Uh, he says, who knew that Timothy, Timothy Oliphant had such great comedic acting chops? And yeah, I love Timothy Oliphant because uh, he was amazing in Justified. Justified. And Deadwood. 
But I, I agree. I had no idea. I haven't idea. seen either of those shows. I had no idea either. he could be that funny either. I was just referring to the horse that won the Kentucky Derby. I think I might go back Justified. and... Justify. <laughs> really? Yeah. Or she? I you guess. I don't want to limit the horse. I think yeah. it's a boy horse. I uh, I think I might go watch Deadwood this year. Deadwood's great. Don't Never watch it with it. the kids around. Every I, other word is fuck. I don't watch very much with the kids around. Yeah. Watch, rewatch like, Chicken Run. Put, <laughs> put <laughs> the headphones on, Dave. A put fine the head, choice. Put the headphones on when you're watching Deadwood. I'll be watching in my new basement on my new TV. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hi, oh. Six months from now? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> Six years 2020, from now? 2020, y'all. Ba, ba, ba. 2025. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, podcast, Super the Hardest slash Monkey Mode. What can I say? I love you guys. Small Town Murder. Two comedies. Disca- or two I think it means two comedians discuss a murder in a small town each week. They make fun of the criminals, the police, but not the victims or their families. Because as they say, we're assholes, not scumbags. Other <laughs> stuff. Discord. I'm not a very social person, but I truly enjoy logging into our Discord chat and see what's going on. With like everyone. You know that Nazis use Discord hardcore in the U.S., right? I, I didn't. <laughs> it is their... Yeah, because it's encrypted communication. Yeah, it's it's a great platform. I'll yeah, I mean, Nazis love it. Yeah. So a fine choice. Yeah, unlike Continue. Twitter, it's nice to be able to have actual conversations with people online. Fitbit. I bought a Fitbit in August as part of my plan to lose some weight and get in better shape, and it might just be the best thing I've ever purchased or I've purchased in recent memory. It's helped me stay motivated and focused on my weight loss goal. As I'm writing this, I'm down 25 pounds from my heaviest weight. Nice. And I have more energy and I'm sleeping better and generally a lot happier than I've been in a long time. I enjoy challenges between friends as it helps keep me motivated and keep me moving. Discord is great until they start attacking one of your all-time favorite movies. Dark Knight Rises. That movie sucks, Dave. <laughs> oh, Dave. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not, all, it's not one of my all-time favorites. It's terrible. That's not you don't cover that well. All right, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later in a different day. Yeah, hopefully never. Um, let's no, we're gonna rewatch it together. Let's go to lag. We don't have three weeks. Lag says uh, <laughs> gaming. Yeah, you do. He says Nintendo Switch. I know I'm late to the party, but I finally have a Switch. Two actually. Long story. In the house. While I wish it had a few more options for non-gaming usage, primarily Netflix and a web browser. Uh, I'm really happy to finally have a machine that's primary function is gaming and only gaming. There's a few big titles I still need to grab for the system, but those are only making me more excited. Mass Effect. Back in May and June of this year, I took the original Mass Effect trilogy, and using my Xbox One X, I played through all three, plus all DLC to completion. The awesome thing about this game is that you, or these games is that you can import the character you played with in the previous one. And continue your character. Your sorry, I'm fucking this all up. This is too much of this beer. Uh, continue your character's story and bring the choices you made with you. The total playtime between the three games can be close or came close to 600 hours. What? 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 Whoa! What the fuck? You have a family, dude. Like, holy shit! And I dove so deep into the game that I saw new things in all three games that I hadn't seen before. I'm tempted to do it again in 2019 try and clean up the last few achievements I missed. If you missed achievements in 600 achi- hours, yeah. holy shit. And 600 now, hours in a video game would take me is that? 600 years. I don't even know. It's like Someone do math. I'll do like math. 30 days, right? I'll do it. Uh, I'm going to do math. He says, and now actual things that came out in 2018. WarioWare Gold. Fuck yeah. 25 days. Jesus. Jesus. 
He says, I'm a sucker for the WarioWare games, as am I. I love Wario. Uh, having played almost all of them to completion since the first one came out for Game Boy Advance in 2013. Can I tell you guys a quick story about that one? I don't know. Can you tell us a quick story? Uh, Game Boy Advance WarioWare came out, as he said, in 20, or 2003. Uh, it came out uh, right around the time of E3 that year. So the answer is no, Dave. Uh, I worked at Musicland at the <laughs> time. Tell us a quick at, story at the Musicland corporate headquarters, <laughs> where long, you became sorry. an aficionado. Aficionado, and in the Wario break Wario. room, for some reason, there was a giant box full of loose cartridges of WarioWare, the original one. Yeah. Uh, and and this was like two weeks before it came out. Uh, me being me, I grabbed a handful. Cause yeah. I'm like, I don't know what these are for. I'm grabbing a handful and pocketing these yeah. fucking cartridges and taking them home. And Hilden and I uh, played him. That's uh, what you did? Yeah, yeah. I thought this is a Sir Leg story. No, no. Uh, Hilden and I uh, uh, played them on. I uh, played our copies on the airplane to E3 that year. E3 wow. 2003. Uh, we got there. Uh, uh, Joe, Joe Mackey, and oh, yeah. uh, and uh, and and his lovely lady Katie were there. We gave them copies. We gave out copies to everybody. We're like, hey, I got got a fistful of WarioWare. It doesn't <laughs> come out for another two weeks. Who wants some? Uh, fucking love that game. Anyway, I do um, love WarioWare. So anyway, he says the way it was advertised made it seem like it was the greatest hits collection, which it technically kind of was, but a good thirdish of the micro games were brand new. Uh, there were three hundred total, uh, plus most of the best ones from games past, all combined in a new nonsensical story that made it one of the best games I played this year. Metroid: Samus Returns. Dave, you played this one? Yeah, I did. It was a good game. It was pretty good. Unlike the original Metroid Two, uh, this one doesn't suck. That's right. I said it. <laughs> Come at <laughs> me. <clears throat> uh, it shares the story and progression system with Metroid 2, and that's it. Samus Returns has a new map that's inspired by 2, a new free aim mechanic, tighter controls, a new melee ability, and some of the best artwork on the 3DS. If you love Metroid games, play this. It is a great game. I never finished it, but See, it was See, I disagree a little bit about the artwork. All right, go ahead. I just love the Game Boy Advance look of the Metroid games. Yeah. And they went more like the three D gaming style. Yeah, they went like uh polygon. Yeah. Like two it's three D or two D but with polygons. Yeah. I don't care for that so much. I no. don't really either. I like no. the, I like kind of the cell no shading. Your strength. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um so I, I still think that uh Wind Waker. Yeah. Zelda. Oh, oh yeah, me too. Is by far, hands down, the best stylized Zelda. Yeah. Zelda yeah. I mean I really like Breath of the Wild, but Oh, Wind Waker. Yeah. The Wind Waker, great. the style is so good. It's, yeah. Um, for, for movies, he just talks about the Marvel movies. He says, I love them. And all three that came out this year were amazing. Black Panther, Infinity War, and Ant-Man and the Wasp. All yeah, three. so I heard bad stuff about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Is that? I, mean, uh, I haven't watched it. I, I loved Ant-Man. Yeah, my kids watch it. They liked If you it. liked Ant-Man, you're going to like it. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Deadpool 2, technically a Marvel movie, but looking to be the last Fox Marvel movie released before Fox and Disney merge. This movie was just so fucking funny. This, plus the first one, deliver on the promise of Blade, Trinity, and X-Men Origins that Ryan Reynolds was perfect casting for this role. Honorable mention, Mission Impossible Fallout. I love the Mission Impossible movies, and this was the first directed sequel he said he he wrote squeal but we'll let him slide that's cool um it's probably the sound tom cruise makes when he does anything <laughs> uh tv uh marvel's agent of shield lags a big marvel guy i you know i didn't see mission impossible out of spite 
Yeah, I can't watch Tom, no. Tom Cruise stuff. No. I can't do it. I'm going to tell you guys, yeah. I loved that movie. Yeah. I, heard, I heard they're very good movies. I if can't, only I, there was somebody else playing yeah, that role. I can't watch it. It amazes me the stunts that he does. Mm-hmm. I'm unamazed by his stunts. Really? Tr- Unless it involves jumping on a couch. Watching the movie, I was like, he's really flying the helicopters. He's really riding the motorcycles. I mean, he's really jumping the buildings. Yeah, that's that's great. He's really freaking insane. Yeah, and he's yeah. really pushing Scientology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's he is something that no human should ever strive to be. But this is like all actors have these dark things that you're like, eh, eh. But do they? Like, do you never watch a Kevin Spacey movie again because I, of? I don't. Never. He, he weirded me out from the first day I saw him. And it turns out it's going to it's going to be hard for me to go back to the ref anytime soon. You know what I'm saying, with Kevin Spacey? I love the ref. It's a Christmas movie. It's a very vulgar Christmas movie starring Kevin Spacey and uh, the comedian Dennis Leary. Oh, okay, all right. I was thinking that was the movie, but I wasn't sure. I don't know if I can go back to that now because I'm like Kevin Spacey. That's like Bill Cosby. I I can't watch Cosby either. Like, I won't deny. His influence no, that's true. in yeah. the field, but I got no time I for can't, that. I can't go back and watch the no. Cosby show with good... I mean, Louis C.K. has watched, lost me entirely. Yeah. Which is a fucking bummer. You know what? That, is that guy's a cunt. Yeah. Like right? a total cunt. Uh-huh. Like, what the fuck, man? Has it gotten worse since he came out? Sure and, has. Uh-huh. Really? Yep. Yeah. What else has come out? Well, let's not go into it now. We'll talk about oh. yeah, that's right. The internet's going to lose their damn mind. Yeah. I mean, I know that he... He tried to like get back into stand up way too quickly, but yeah, well, I don't know if that's really the issue. It's not so much the timing as it is he's a cunt. Yeah. Okay. It's a big bummer because I was a huge fan. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Like, I thought the guy was a fucking genius. Yeah. You know. Anyway, uh, sorry, it's lag. Like, it's just just a cunt. Sorry, uh, lag. I, I we're 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 fucking not way over not lag. Time. You're not a cunt. No, leg, leg's a wonderful Just dropping guy, yeah. the C-bomb all over the place. Wow. Well, well, what do you think C stands for? Lewis Cunt K. Another <laughs> another reason to quit this show. <laughs> uh, anyway, leg, he continues Dar- Star Trek Discovery. I want to watch You're it, but I don't want to subscribe to CBS, <laughs> man. Uh, Doctor Who. Um, so this Doctor Who with uh, Jody Whittaker sounds amazing. Like, I've... I've, I've I, I haven't watched a lot of Doctor Who, unfortunately. <laughs> I feel like I should because I feel like it's a show that I would love. I haven't um, watched any Doctor Who. Yeah. No, one episode. I love like old school I Doctor Who. I scared the hell out of me when I was little. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Castlevania, the Netflix show. It is a great show. Have you watched it, Dave? Mm-mm. It's really good. It's better than it has any right to be, especially since Konami's such a piece of shit company. I'm telling you guys right now, yeah. living with my in-laws has really cramped my style. <laughs> no porn, no Castlevania. <laughs> No watching. I haven't watched the second season of Stranger Things. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so good. I haven't good. watched Castlevania. I don't have any Dave time. No Dave time. No D time. <laughs> no naps. So Lag's excited for no season three for of Castlevania. Dave. He says he can't wait to see what the creator can do with a Devil May Cry license. That's right. The creator of uh, Castlevania is doing the Devil May Cry show now. Uh, honorable mention, he gives it to Power Rangers Super Ninja Steel Episode 10. <laughs> All right. Why the fuck yeah. Not? I, he goes into a bunch of reasons, but I'm going to let it. Sl- I'm going to let it ride. That's <laughs> fucking good. 
My son loves Power Rangers. Oh, and Lag did mention in the Discord chat that he wants to add uh, Spider-Man, uh, the new... The, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. Yeah, he wants to add that to his list. Leg, leg, leg! Lag, we'll play your voicemail on the next episode. We've got too much shit to get through. All right, let's go back to our shit. Because we're what counts. How many people? <laughs> how many more yeah. people do we have that wrote in? Uh, just a couple. Just a couple, I think. We got, that means we, two. We got MC, Tex, Pickle Friction. So All right, we got that's three. That's a few. We got three. Yeah, you're right. Several is four. All right, let's go to movies. Uh, here tonight, Mo. So I watched an ass load of. I watched an ass load of movies this year. Thanks mainly to my. uh, If it's at like ten. Anyway, Uh, thanks mainly to my Movie Pass subscription, but a lot of the movies that I saw were technically from 2017, like that skating movie. What was that? The Tanya Harding one. Fuck, that was good. I Tanya. I Tanya. Just go watch that without me. Damn, that was good. Uh, Isle of Dogs, though. Yeah, that was good too. I am generally not no. a huge fan. You didn't like it? I can't. What? I can't. You're you're always up his ass. I know. I love the one movie of his that I like, and I'm like, oh, Dave's gonna. I be love happy. Wes Anderson. I love stop motion. I own that movie. I couldn't get through it. Why? I keep falling asleep. Oh my god! It's those rhythmic Japanese drums. <laughs> <laughs> they just lull me right to sleep. <laughs> This was the most incredible the stop motion animation game. The Taiko drum. Yes. When the Japanese invade, that's what's going to happen. Oh, my God, Dave. I'm disappointed in myself. I'm going to force myself to stay awake and watch it one night. Yeah, this is the one Wes Anderson movie where I was like, where I was not like, oh, you pretentious motherfucker. I was all of his movies are great. This movie, this movie, I was I was like, this is so fucking good. The stop motion is mind-bogglingly good. There's a scene where they're chopping up fucking fish and squid for sushi, and I'm like, that had to have taken 10 years to fucking <laughs> film this. It's nuts. It's so good. It's I'll a watch. funny, fucking clever story. They handle subtitles in a genius way. Like, I can't even just... You just need to watch it to understand why the way they handled subtitles was so fucking brilliant. I'll watch it again. Oh, it's good. I'll watch it again. Uh, Chepaquiddick. This is about Ted Kennedy, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. killing that girl on the bridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the dude who played Ted Kennedy. So wonderful. <laughs> yeah. It's a heartwarming just, story. Just a great movie. Uh, the dude who played Ted Kennedy, I was like, Jesus, man, like transformed into fucking Ted Kennedy. It was kind of nuts. But it was it was a crazy like insight to like the Kennedys, you know, and and like we got appearances to uphold. You know, here's here's the story you need to give, you know, that kind of thing. Oof, and gross. Then, yeah. Um, like, the Kennedys are fucking fascinating, though, man, as far as, like, an American, like, dynasty kind of family, you know? Yeah. Um, Infinity War, Avengers. That was a good one. Um, maybe the best Marvel movie? I don't know. Because what, what blew my mind about Infinity War, and I think we talked about this early in the year, is how much story they had to pack into that movie but they did it without making it tedious and boring. And in fact, yeah. it was it was fucking like just action packed from start to finish. When I was watching that movie, I think I looked over my friend. And I was like, they are squeezing a lot in this movie uh-huh. and juggling it pretty well. Like, like expertly. Yeah. Yeah. A Black Panther. I love Black Panther. That's great. It was it was great. I don't think it was as brilliant as everybody says it was, but it was up there with the top of the Marvel movies. What else you got? Okay. You guys got any other movies? I've got a few, but I I'll do. Like, go ahead. 
Um, so a couple of them I know came out in at the l- end of 2017, but I didn't see them until 2018. Yeah. Shape of Water. I love that movie. Yeah. Guillermo yeah. del Toro. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was last year, but yeah, good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Came uh, out at like the end of 2017. Yeah. So I didn't I, see it till 2018. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> uh, it was it was good. It was. I just loved how weird it was. Yeah. Real weird, but like a heartwarming story at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the chick masturbating within the first five minutes of the movie. I was like, oh, well, this is where we're going. All right, <laughs> sweet. That happens. A, that happens a few times in the movie. Yeah, doesn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah. Then the black come, and white dance. How come scene. I can't meet chicks like that? Then the black and white dance scene in the with the fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. I laughed, but I was like, that oh, was this best is picture sweet. last year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible is on my list. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. A late contender. A late contender, days. as with lag. Black Panther. And then uh, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. I need to see that yet. I missed I, that in the theater with my movie pass. Sons of bitches. Uh, well, so I told you guys, but I kept a list of every movie I watched in 2018. Yeah. I was really disappointed. I watched probably 35 movies. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Between like Netflix and whatever. Yeah. I had a hard time picking my top five. Really? But when I boiled it down, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri was one of them. And I was really surprised about that. Huh. It was a good movie. Kind of stuck with me. I need to check it out. None of the October movies I watched with you. (laughs) <laughs> the top five, I'm sorry. No, no Texas Chainsaw? No. Uh, no Mo, you got 15. any movies? No the skipping. Disa- the Disaster Artist. Oh, is that good? It's so have you good. Seen, have you seen The Room? Absolutely. Okay, so I haven't. That's why I haven't watched no, The Disaster Artist. Don't bother. Oh, really? No? Okay, Just I watched seen The, the Disaster Artist. Okay, so I don't need to watch you The Room. You don't need to watch The Room. Okay, because that's, I mean, why, that's why I didn't watch Disaster Artist, because I'm like, you, I don't even know the source can. material. Well, how do you, how do you fucking watch it? Like, like it's impossible to watch. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, no, no, but I mean, like, no, you heard. Like, me. you have to buy it. Like, oh. you have to go like find the fucking DVD somewhere. Oh. You can't even buy it on iTunes. Well, there you go. It doesn't matter. Yeah, just go. It's on. Uh, I think it's on Amazon. Yeah, it's right? on Amazon. All right, watch all right. it on Amazon and watch all of the credits. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's there's an amazing moment at the very end. All right. All right. But I'll it's, watch it's too. so good. I it's wrote it so down. Good. I'll add it to my Amazon list right now. A lot like I, Tanya. Yeah, well, but that movie was fucking brilliant. Well, I'm telling you. That should have won Best Picture. No offense to, you know, the fucking... Shape of the Water. I'm going to fuck the fish movie or whatever. Shape of Water was great. Yeah. I, Tanya was... Holy shit. I mean, I don't know if it was Best Picture winner, but... I love Guillermo del Toro. All right, added to my list. What else you got, Mo? Uh, I think that that's it for, like that was the only one that really spoke to me. All right, so I wanted to talk about a little bit more. We alluded to this before, or we talked about it before. I lied. Okay, go ahead. Uh, won't you be my neighbor? Oh, oh, I haven't seen that. That was great. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's gonna make you. Cry. you you're gonna you're gonna be sad, like yeah. even more sad when you walk out because, yeah. of course, fucking Fox News makes an appearance. Oh boy! Toward the end, because do they? Who can make Mister Rogers into a bad guy? Fox News I'm makes sure Tucker Carlson could try. I don't remember that. Mm. No. Blocked it out. But it's yeah, it's a really good. It's yeah. really really. That good. dude is a fucking saint, man. 
And what pissed me off is when I had kids, I was like, I can't wait to show them fucking Mr. Rogers. Yeah. And PBS stopped showing it. Yep. And I'm like, why? Like, just fucking run reruns of this yep. shit f- from now to eternity. Yeah, no kidding. Well, like, God 30 minute slot a day. Just yeah. throw it on. Yeah, and, and they showed it a little bit when Ethan was young, but by the time Zach was born, they were done with it. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? And I can't get it anywhere? I can't even, like, like buy a box set of it? Like, come on. Can't stream it? Yeah. Anyway, Mr. Rogers is a goddamn saint. Yeah, I do need to watch that movie. Um, movies, uh, so I want to talk a little bit more about Netflix and how badass they were. Um, because, so, as much as we talk about how much we love Marvel movies yeah. and whatnot, it seems like that's all that's in the theaters now. Like, yeah. Like, that's it. So I did not see many movies this this year in, in the theater. <coughs> I watched a lot at home. I, I did only because of the first half of the yeah. year. I had movie pass that wasn't like a complete shit show. <coughs> but uh, um, so Netflix has really picked up like the smaller kind of art house movies um, and they're just kicking ass. So they released this Orson Welles movie called The Other Side of the Wind. Um, and this was like an unfinished Orson Welles movie that he was working on for years. And, um, they, somebody fucking finished it up and put it out and it's nuts. Like it's, it takes, a it, it, it takes some time to digest. Okay. And, and they also, there's a companion documentary called, uh, I think it's called they'll love me when I'm dead. That's about Orson Welles and the making of this movie that you need to watch pretty much immediately after Other Side of the Wind. Um, and it's worth it because the whole the full on experience is is a fucking ride, man. It's a total ride. So I, I, I really recommend it. It's it's made in the 70s. It looks like it was made in the 70s. It's on a low budget and it looks like it was fucking low budget. All right. Um, but all sorts of 70s familiar faces you'll see in it. Um, it's really, really, really good. Again, watch it by yourself, you know, in a dark room when you have a lot of time, just sit around and digest <laughs> it. I, I took a whole day to just, I knew my family wasn't going to be around. I'm like, I'm going to watch this and then I'm going to watch the documentary. Wow. And I'm glad I did. Cause it was, I want to watch the movie again because it's, it's fucking incredible. Um, it's kind of autobiographical a little bit. It's about a director who was kind of run out of Hollywood and is trying to get a movie made, you know? So it's, yeah. it's kind of, it's pretty meta. Did Orson Welles get run out of Hollywood? Kind yeah, of? yeah, pretty much. Really? Yeah, yeah. He just kind of burned a lot of bridges. and Really? Know, yeah. Um, but anyway, really good movie um, and really makes you appreciate this guy's fucking genius. Um, Roma. This is like the big Did it. you watch it? I did. I saw Roma. This is a big it movie. So is this, is it the same director as The Lobster? No, 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 I don't think I don't No, think it's so. it's the same guy who did. Uh, uh, that movie with Sandra Bullock where she's in spa- gravity. Really? The director of Roma? Pretty sure. No shit. What's his? Uh, That's interesting. Alexander. Uh, El- Let's find out. The Revenant guy. Really? That's the same guy, huh? Roma. Let's go. Let, let's look. It felt so much like the lobster. Yeah. I did not see that. I wondered. Alfonso Coran. No, I'm sorry. That's I'm thinking of two different guys. I get those guys confused. Because like you're just dropped in somebody's life. Mm -hmm. You ride along for this weird 
Yep. Whatever's going on, and then it's over, and then you're just pulled right black back out. Boop. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he did do gravity. Oh, okay. Wow, weird. Did he do the lobster? He he. Uh, uh, no, oh, he wrote gravity. Um, wait. Well, he may have directed it as well. Hold yeah, on. he directed it too. Uh, he wrote. Or he Children did, of he, Men. Children of Men. No, not the lobster. I he sure? did Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, which, oh, okay. Well, that's a good movie. But yeah, um, yeah, like as I, as I started it, like 30 minutes in, I'm like, what's the fucking big deal? Okay, it takes place in Mexico City. It's in black and white, and they're cleaning up dog shit. Lots of it. Yeah. Or not cleaning it up. Yeah, right? But as the story went on, I was like, oh, god damn, this is some intense shit. That fucking boyfriend. What a piece of shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> Man, you guys, I have a really hard time watching intense movies these days. Yeah. Like, if I know a movie's going to be intense, I just skip it. It's not... I don't. I wouldn't say it's depressing. Or, it's, or, or I'm going to, like, feel the tension or whatever. I'm just like, I got well, enough tension there's, there's in my regular tension. life. I don't know. It's... it's mm, I, I'm not going to call it uplifting because it's certainly not that. No, it, it's definitely not uplifting. But uh, it's worth a watch. Uh, so in and then in other Netflix uh, movies, uh, Happy as Lazaro. So this is an Italian movie that Netflix put out, um, and this is this is almost it's almost a fairy tale. Um, it's about a group of um, kind of uh, well, they're Italian folks living kind of in rural poverty. Uh huh. They're sharecroppers. And uh, and it's, it's it's so it's a small village, very small village, um, uh, f- uh, farming like tobacco and whatnot. And uh, there's a guy n- who lives there named Lazaro, who's kind of not necessarily the village idiot, but kind of like he's just kind of their punching bag. But he's just happy to do it. You know, he's he's a hard worker and he's there to please everybody. And about midway into the movie it turns into kind of a surrealistic fairy tale almost huh and uh and there's a a twist what a twist kind of a twist and and you're like what (laughs) is this movement and and as i was watching it i was like man this is this is pretty good but i i don't know if i'm bought in but after it was over it stuck with me man for a few days i was like fuck that was a good movie like i need to go back and check that out again so I love this shit. I love that Netflix, at least, and 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 Amazon too. They're they're taking you know Amazon's doing that. Um, oh shit, the name escapes me. They're doing the marvelous yeah. Mrs. Maisel. Well, that that movie, yeah, it's or Mrs. that, that That's show. Right. That's what um, I just said. I know it's right. You taught me the right I way. Told you that. But they're doing movies like First Reformed, and um, and Second Informed. Sure. And uh, 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 the hot chick, too. (laughs) Yeah. Rob Schneider's finest. They're doing Suspiria, you know, stuff like like the fucking art house stuff or like the smaller budget movies. Oh, things that end with Fiend on the screen. Screen. Evan Almighty, too. (laughs) Yeah. It's the sequel to Bruce Almighty. But I like that, you know, there's there's like a debate out there. It's like, well, you know, are these movies, you know, they're. They're going to they're going to these streaming services, so they're not getting a shot in a the theater. And I'm like, well, no, the theater's not giving them a shot. Like, it seems like 
the theater is only for Marvel movies these days, you know, for big budget superhero fucking men in tights. So I'm glad that these movies are finding a home at least, you know. Yeah. And, you know, these days just about everybody has a home theater system that, you know, they can fucking it's all practically a theater experience anyway, so why not? I mean, the Coen brothers released a movie directed Netflix. Exactly. Like, That's what I'm saying. What the heck? Like, would 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 that Coen brothers movie have half the audience in the theaters that it does on Netflix? Nope. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. And 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 people are still watching it. Uh, it came out two months ago. It would be out of the theaters by now, but yeah. it's still available on Netflix. I saw an article that Sony tried to shop Holmes and Watson to Netflix, and Netflix Netflix passed. I'm so bummed out about that fucking movie. Because I like I, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. I'm a huge Sherlock Holmes nerd, and one of my favorite movies is um, Without a Clue, which is a Sherlock Holmes comedy starring Michael Caine. And, really? Uh, yeah. I've never and, even heard of that movie. Ben Kingsley. It's fucking great. I've never read any Sherlock Holmes. It's great and hilarious. And uh, and so I was hoping this would be like the second coming of that, right? Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Not Just so the much. trailer. Yeah. It's like, no, I can't do it. All right. Uh, let's move on quickly. Okay. So well, I'm going to try. I'm like, I can't really blow Why don't you just it. read through the, the rest of the submissions we have? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Probably. So uh, this one comes from MC. Um, I, it's hard to blow through because he gets a little heavy here, but I'm going to do my best. Uh, well, let's think about all the things that I love which happened in 2018. Hmm. Nope. <laughs> Actually, fuck 2018. I've rarely been as disgusted and frustrated with my country as I was in 2018, putting kids in cages for not being white. A school gets shot up. Another school gets shot up. And another. And a Madden tournament by people who should never have had guns. Healthcare costs continue to increase. Housing costs continue to increase. Wages are still stagnant. We've got a trade war with China started by a child and we have and we the people have no recourse to stop it. The government shuts down three fucking times and is still shut down because a child wants taxpayers to fund the most elaborate monument to racism conceived in my lifetime. I spent more time at protests, rallies and campaign fundraisers in 2018 than I have in any other year of my life. I've never been this angry for this long. I've never had to do so or I've never had to work so hard to reclaim even a fraction of the pride in my country that I once felt. And here I speak of pride to say nothing of hope. There were things I enjoyed in 2018, sure. Astrobot, Celeste, and Tetris Effect were fantastic games. My son is four and he's able to read and write. I moved across the country and managed to survive so far. These are good things, and I'm grateful for them. But the year 2018 is one that I will remember as a year of sustained anger, shame, and hopelessness. Oh, he's not wrong. He is not wrong, sir. Not wrong. All right. Tex. Hey, boys. Hey, boys. Uh Music. He says, Bob Dylan, Tombstone Blues. Never been a Dylan guy, but I picked up Highway 61 Revisited. Tex, that's my favorite Bob Dylan album. I picked it up a while ago and finally got to listening to it. Holy fuck, boys. This song rocks with such a tasty groove. I'm really late to the party. Only 50 years. That's cool, though. But, man, am I digging it. 
Metallica's Load. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't I don't care what you say. I've been listening to this album more and more this year. And it only reinforces what I think that or that this was Metallica at their best. Uh Tex, I love you, but come on. Uh James's lyrics and singing voice, Jason's backing vocals, the guitar sound and overall band sound. No, it's definitely not thrash, but they hit such a great gro- such great grooves on this album that I can't ignore it. Guitars, Epiphone, Les Pauls. I've never been a Les Paul guy. I tried to get Gibson a few years back, and the neck was just wrong for me. I'm the same way. I can't, like, the neck on the Les Paul feels wrong to me. Um, he said, I tried a friend's Epiphone a couple months back, and I fell in love with this thing. I stole it, and he's not getting it back anytime soon. <laughs> nice. TV, MTV's The Challenge. Yes, I love reality TV. Yes, I also love a show called Below Deck about yachties on luxury boats. <laughs> but this show is the epitome for me. I've summarized it before, but here goes. A bunch of MTV reality people and now branching out to other shows like Big Brother and from the sounds of it, The Bachelor, are flown to random locations around the world and they complete f- compete in physical and mental challenges. Lots of drunken drama. Oh, me- mental challenges? Yeah. I mean. And polarizing personalities that you either point love to the, point to or the hate. One. Uh, Departures. This is a travel show that I think aired on Canadian television around 2010, but my wife recently found it on Netflix, and we're binging through all three seasons. Two random guys in their mid-20s go all around the world. One is the book smarts, and the other is the personality, but he doesn't get irritating, and both respect all cultures and experiences they go through. It's really rad. Movies. The Lego movie. I'm not good at talking about movies, but I loved it. Deadpool. Finally got around to watching it. Wasn't my favorite Marvel movie, but it was done right, I thought. Avengers Infinity War. I mean, it's been talked to death, but what a great watch. Random stuff. Discord. What can I say? What more can I say about this community that we've all become a part of? You guys have been there for me in the good and bad. I'm going through some weird mental and existential stuff or shit right now. I said stuff. He, he wrote shit. And you've given me a safe place to air it out. That sounds bad. I have my wife and kid to talk to. Or I'm sorry. I have my wife to talk to. But sometimes it's nice getting outside people who have gone through stuff too. Thank you. Decluttering. I always need to say, or fuck me. I always need to start doing this, but I'm really coming to the realization that I need to purge myself of objects and stuff that doesn't make me happy. Sure, I really love my KISS action figures. But I've been keeping them in the box in the garage for seven years now. And before that, they sat in a box at my mom's house for about 15 years. The fuck good are they to me? I look at it. (laughs) Think, man, they really sculpt Gene's tongue well. And then I put it back. It's time to get rid of this stuff. Saying things are rad. I love the word rad. It's my slang term of the year. McDonald's coffee. Enough said. Climate change deniers. Hey, we pump megatons of bullshit into the atmosphere, but heating and cooling phases, huh? You dumb chuckle fucks. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) All right. Pickle friction. Pickle! This is the last uh, last submission we've got. It says, uh, here's my stuff of the year. Man, 2018 flew by. Music. I found a Nardwar interview with a band called Super Organism quite a while back and never thought to look into them until recently. My first introduction to their music was an NPR tiny desk, and I've not been able to stop listening to them since. Their self-titled album quickly became my album of the year. The band is made up of several members that met over the internet to form a band. 
They have members from the UK, Japan, and even New Zealand. They are categorized as a psychedelic indie pop band, and they use a lot of interesting effects to form their music and sound effects to distortion. Here's a sample if you like, and he posted a link on the forums, which you can sign up for at mojomenace.com slash forums. Nice. <coughs> movies. I'd look up a list of movies that came out this year just to remember them all. Once I did, I realized how many movies I didn't watch or really just didn't care about that much. It's a hard choice, but I'm going to have to go with Bound Gang Bangs Volume 2 Fettered Fuck Meat. <laughs> just wow. kidding. Creed 2. <laughs> Thanks, Pickle. <laughs> TV show. <laughs> TV show. Probably comes as no surprise that my show of the oh, year is Castlevania Season too. 3. I never thought I would ever see a Castlevania show, much less one that's actually good. But holy shit, this show follows my favorite characters from the series, and I'm really impressed with the care they put into this. The fight scenes are always what I pictured in my imagination while playing these games, and it is an all-around spectacle to watch. I have very few complaints about the show, and the complaints I have are pretty minor. It's definitely worth watch- watching. I knew it was a big deal when I was talking to a fan of the show at work who had no idea what it was or that it was based on a video game. Wow. Not to mention, I finally get to be that guy who already knows what's going to happen. I just want to know how Pickle Friction could have a friend who doesn't know what Castlevania is. <laughs> Pickle Friction loves his ass some Castlevania. <laughs> He's he's inspiring. It's it's inspired yes. me to get into Castlevania more. Yeah, me too. Uh, video game, my favorite game of the year, no surprise. Easily Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. So Curse of the Moon is an in, is the indie game that exists due to a Kickstarter level being achieved during the funding of Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. The su- spiritual successor to Symphony of the Night uh, Castlevania games. Uh, being more of a fan than the traditional Castlevania uh, being more of a fan of the traditional Castlevania games, I was more excited for this than Ritual. It takes a ton of inspiration from Castlevania Three, Dracula's Curse, which happens to be one of my favorites. Man, it's been a great year for Castlevania. The game has multiple characters to unlock and several different ways to play through the game, which I, of course, did all of them the first week like a freak. Such a great experience. I had no choice but to add it to my marathon. You don't get this great of an experience for $10 often. Miscellaneous. Another very exciting thing that happened to me, Mo, this year as I started up a Dungeons and Dragons group. Oh, there you go. I just happened to meet several guys from work who all clicked well together, and now that we have started playing, we can't stop. Not my first time <laughs> playing, but my first steady group. It has been a tons of fun and a ton of work, but very rewarding. Also, I got addicted to Seinfeld this year. I think that's about it. happy new year's boys make it a good one i love it all right uh our last category here our last proper category is video games mo (laughs) yeah yeah mo uh those are nice aren't they aren't they you've played something haven't you i don't think so nothing you played tetris effect Think. A little bit. A little bit. My glasses didn't fit in the VR thing anymore. Yeah, yeah, you got new glasses, and they're all they fucked fit. up now. That's weird. He's got fancy glasses. All right, Dave, what do you got? All right. I think... I mean, it was nice. Going through my list, Spider-Man is my favorite of the year. That's awesome. Like, I mean, it's not mine, but... Right. Like... I loved it. The swinging yes, genius. I've been waiting for... 
a newer version of Spider-Man 2 from PlayStation mm. 2. Yeah, yeah. And this was this was it. Yeah. By far. Yeah. Uh Especially when you power up your swim, swinging yeah. shit. Yeah. It just feels great. I just yeah. wanted to You've swing around. You've been waiting around. for a long time, Dave. I know. Mm. I have. Like I'm not saying it's years. a perfect game, but it's pretty great. I loved it. And it's beautiful, too. Yeah. I really like God of War. I had never played any of the other ones. Yeah. Um, I actually paid attention to the story. What? Which I don't normally do, so that was... Uh, I got really into Rocket League. I finally finished Dark Souls 3 in Stardew Valley. I wow. collected all the stuff to get to fill out the community center in Stardew Valley, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, and I played... This This is the year that, like... um. My brain's shutting down. Anal. Nope. The kind of games that that you hate that are procedurally generated. Yep. Uh, the uh, roguelikes. Yes. I kind of got into them this year. Yeah. I played Enter the Gungeon, which I really liked. Yep. And then I played a ton of Dead Cells. Yeah, Ethan liked Enter the Gungeon. Dead Cells is great. I've heard nothing but good things about Dead Cells. It's super fun. You played Hollow Knight too, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah, that one's not procedural generated, is it? No, I don't think so. Yeah, no. Nope. I played Hollow Knight. It's a roguelike Metroidvania with an 8-bit style. Yeah. Yeah, so is every other fucking game. Come up with something new, you assholes. You know what they need to come up with next? Are Saturn-like games. Games that look like they were 2D, <laughs> hand-drawn, made on the Saturn. Like, give me some of that shit. Yes. Like, enough with this 8, 16-bit shit. Give me the 32-bit 2D side-scrollers with the hand-drawn animation. Fuck yeah, I'll take it. I started playing Guacamelee 2. Yeah. Which I I love so far. Right. So, it was kind of the year of the Switch for me. Switch had some amazing indie games, man. Right now, I mean, we're still living with my in-laws. That's kind of part. You played of the hell out of Celeste too, right? What? You played the hell out yeah, of Celeste too, right? Yeah, I beat Celeste too. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we just have a TV in our bedroom. My wife goes to bed earlier than I do, so yeah. I I stay up and play the Switch. Yeah, that's been. So that's why I haven't really gotten to too many PS4 games. Yeah, I still managed to squeeze in Spider Man though. Right on. There you go. Um, for Switch, uh, minute. Um, I forget who mentioned it before in our uh, submissions, but uh, so minute really only takes probably under two hours, maybe three. Um, quick game. The 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 hook of the game is that um, it goes in minute increments. So like, you play for a minute, you die, you get sent back to your last save point. So you try to make it as far as you can in that minute to get to the next save to point. Get to, yeah, well, or to get to achieve the next goal. Okay. Right. And uh and it looks a bit like um Zelda Link's Awakening for Game Boy. Yeah. It's got kind of that same visual style and it plays kind of similarly, right? It's got that top down kind of action uh adventure feel to it. Um I played it all in one night, like in one sitting, and afterward I was like, Fuck, that was awesome. Like really? I, I wish there were more games like this that just took two maybe three hours to get through i blow through them all all the time yeah i do nothing but doing that i played 10 i paid 10 bucks for this i felt like i got my money's worth i was like that was fucking great wow i mean i, I guess you paid 10 bucks to go see a movie in the theater yep 
It was great. It took. I was at the cabin. It took me one night. Everybody was in bed. Kids went to bed. Wife went to bed. I was like, oh, I'm going to play this minute game. Boom. Plowed through it before I went to sleep. It was a fucking great game. Um, Sushi Striker. I keep joking that this is my game of the year. Not really, I guess. But, but it, maybe. It is, it is so fun. It's fun. <clears throat> it's such a great puzzle game. And, uh, and, and just like it's a lot deeper than it leads you to believe like the whole like story mode goes on for an eternity yeah i just didn't pay attention you, to the story it keep no fuck the story i'm talking about the whole mode like the yeah. whole progression of it like it just keeps going and going and going they're boss levels they're yeah. like different challenges it's nuts how deep this game is i like it i've played quite a bit i've heard that the 3ds version is superior and I, I, I believe that because I think it would play better with a stylus. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but, man, nevertheless, it's fun. I like it a lot. Um, Yakuza 6, supposedly the end of uh, Kiryu's story. How do you feel about that? Send him off. Well, I've still got plenty of Yakuza games yeah. to play. I've got Kiwami 2 sitting at my house that I need to play through yet. And then they're supposedly re-releasing 3, 4, and 5 on PS4 sometime in the next year. And I'll play through them all. Uh, it <laughs> was this, you know, people throw around the word epic. Man, there's an epic send-off, man. There is a... I, I can't spoil it. Shit. It's just fucking huge ending. Like, just like <laughs> the most absurdly awesome ending ever. Yakuza 6, it's brilliant. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. As much as I love this series, this is the first Dragon Quest game I've ever finished, and nice. uh, and it was great. You've been finishing games lately. Yeah, I've, I've been trying to. Uh, well, help! They stay out of the vents. Exactly. I would have finished Dragon Quest Four if my goddamn kid wouldn't have lost it in a heater vent yeah, somewhere. Yeah, the HVAC system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, Dragon Quest Eleven was great. Like. Just people call it easy. I say, fuck it. It's an RPG. I want to get through the story. You know, like yeah. I'm not looking for a challenge. Uh, it, it was for, for me, it was a perfect difficulty. Like I had a few moments where that, you know, like bosses were just motherfuckers, but just slightly uh Yep. And I got through it. Fucking love the game. Uh, let's get into some VR stuff. Three of the four of the best games I played this year were VR. One was Wipeout VR. Um, which was, you know, it's it's fucking Wipeout, right? So it's the Wipeout collection that came out at the beginning of the year yep. for PS4. Uh, shortly after they released it, they put out a patch that added VR support, and it's great. It 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 does what I hoped like uh, Drive Club and whatnot would be for VR. Oof, like yeah. it's a great experience in VR. Uh, Tetris Effect. So it's Tetris in VR, which sounds stupid, but it's Tetris in VR made by Mitsuguchi, who made Luminous and Res. So it's like, it's like Res meets Luminous basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the music is amazing, as you'd it's expect. Great. Yeah, music. The music is amazing, as you'd expect. The visuals that match with the music are great, and you can play this not in VR, and it's it's pr- really pretty great. So if if you don't have it and you like Tetris at all or Luminous at all. Totally get it. Um, but if you have it in VR, it's even better. Like, it just surrounds you, you know? Um, and then uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission, I just finished that up um, about a week ago. And it's, like, kind of like Ratchet and Clank in VR. Um, it's 
so good. You played a couple levels. Yeah, it's pretty night. cool. I like that you have to kind of like lean the lean to look around corners and stuff yeah, like that. That's right. a cool feature. So, like, if you're playing Ratchet and Clank, this isn't like it puts you in the vision of Clank or Ratchet or whatever. It puts you like as the camera almost. Yeah. Like you're viewing, you know, what's going on, and you move the little robot dude around, and you look around, and you can see different things that he can't see, so you can find hidden spots and hidden items. Uh. The best gaming experience I had all year was a game that was was released last year, and that's Resident Evil 7 in VR. Probably. That's crazy. Probably a top five gaming experience in my entire life. Wow. It was so great. Um, I haven't played Resident Evil 7 like just straight up vanilla, but the VR, uh, the VR uh, mode was fucking amazing. I've never experienced anything like it. Is I it super different if you play it not in VR? I don't know. Oh, I, haven't, okay. I haven't done it. But uh, it's called vanilla style. Dave. Yeah, I was in vanilla thriller. I was in the game. I was it's in the tea I've been drinking lately. <laughs> right. I was in that. I drink. I was easy. in that crazy farmhouse. You know. I yeah. had You know, it it plays like you're inside Texas Chainsaw. That Massacre, would mess me Dave. up. It was so intense. Might be just the thing you need, Dave. And so entertaining. It was so good. I don't need any more conflict. <laughs> Speaking of top five favorite games of all time, Katamari Damacy re-released this year. Finally. On the Switch, in HD. I've been plugging away at it. It's the kind of game where I'm like, I got 10 minutes. I'm going to roll through a level. And I go do it. I visit the prince. I roll around as, you know, roll around as the prince. I visit the king. Your you sticky know, ball. Yeah, with my sticky you ball. You need to teach me how to play it. It's, it's There's really nothing to teach, Dave. The controls are kind of wonky, though. Not really. Uh, y- they can be if, yeah, you got to familiarize you're yourself with them. Once you get them, it's, you're, it's like second nature. All right. Um, it's it's probably... Not a schmuck. It, yeah. I, I, think, Dave. I think Katamari is probably my top three. It's in my top three games of all time. I've discovered that I really like whimsical nonsense. Uh-huh. It brings yeah. joy. It does bring. It was the first Team Fremont game of the year. It was. It was our first game of the year award, Dave. Uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, yeah. So good. Played through this with my family just like a ton. We've unlocked almost all the characters, and there are like 70-some characters. That's crazy. We blasted through it. It was great. It was a big hit at Christmas at Grandma Jean's. I can see that. And then retro games. So I met this guy named Josh this year who... Grew up in my hometown. I talked about him. I met him on a Turbo Graphics forum ten years ago and discovered he lived in my hometown uh, just this year. Uh, and he kind of re helped me rekindle my love for just classic gaming because he's super into it. Um, he bought a new house this year and he's uh, he's a, a single dad. Yeah, and he's his house is just like it's like a fucking like if you were in. You know, when you're in college and you're super into video games mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, man, if I have a bachelor pad, I'm going to it's going to be sweet. I'm going to have video games everywhere. That's what it's like going to Josh's house. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, I dig going here because I can just go here. I can play like some vintage Turbo Duo games. I can play some weird ass Saturn games, you know, and, and so he kind of made me remember like what I love about that stuff. So I've been playing a lot of Saturn stuff, a lot of Turbo Duo stuff, a lot of classic PS2 stuff. You know, so anyway, it's been nice. And then you're going to get some new Saturn games here. I am. I'm I'm bootlegging this shit. <laughs> For good reason. Bootlegging this shit. So I think that's it. 
Any anything else? We got any uh any any uh any other random twenty eighteen shit? Sriracha. Sriracha fucking on everything. 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 Yep. I just ran out. Yeah. Saw it Saturday night. Yeah. And when the pizza came out of the oven, I didn't know what I was going to... I actually had a little bit of a moment. Yeah, a little crisis. <laughs> what am I going to put on this? Yeah. What did you put on it? Just my tears, Dave. Just ketchup? Just my tears. I don't need ketchup. Chili oil is also good. But uh, yeah, my kids love sriracha. Then I have Tabasco, but it's no sriracha. Um, I, we we bought a new fridge recently, and um, you know it's it's the, the French door kind, yeah. right? Like you've got. Ooh la la. Um, and in the doors, the most accessible condiment is sriracha because that's is. the one we use most often. Absolutely. Yeah, especially my kids, they love it. it they goes put, on they everything. put it on everything. Mm-hmm. We just had it on in our sushi bowls tonight. <laughs> like where you put ketchup, I put sriracha. Yeah, yeah. What else, Dave? You got, you got any other? I read thing? The Count of Monte Cristo this year. That was a big deal. All right. It's like 1,500 pages. Wow, nice. Dave. You was a big boy. It was good. Yeah? Yeah. You're a very big boy. That one had been sitting on my shelf for years waiting for me because I bought it used, but some smoker had it before me, so it just like <laughs> reeked like cigarettes. Yeah. So I put it in my root cellar root for like cellar. three years. So you keep yeah. it root down. Then I got it out. It's got that musty old book smell now, mm-hmm. and I finished it. And a little turnipy. Yeah, <laughs> put it with my root veggies. Yeah, <laughs> my root veg. So uh, um, gross, Dave. I lost a, I lost a bit of weight last year. A bit, and uh, and some of oh, that, yeah. some of that was due to uh, inspired by Mo tapeworms. Uh, no, inspired oh. by Mo getting me uh, on a bike. Oh yeah, and that's uh, the shit, isn't it? Yeah, it totally is. I rode many many miles this past year. You get a good bike, and you're like, oh, well, this is this is badass. Mm-hmm. So I discovered how much I love that. I discovered, oddly, how much I enjoy running. Yeah. Um, I do that a lot now, too. Yeah, I run five times a week at the Y. Um, wow. I wouldn't say that, although... Not great distances, yeah. but I run, how like far a, do you run like a mile and a half. Yeah, I usually run between one and three miles. Because uh, because it's it's part of a greater workout. Like, I go yeah. there, I run a mile, mile and a half, and then I do other shit. Mm-hmm. But... uh. But when I don't do it, I find that I miss it. If I go yep. like without two days without doing it, I'm like, fuck, I need to go run. It's weird. I don't like it at no, all. No, exactly. But that's just it. If I don't do it, yeah. I feel off. Yeah, exactly. And I can't explain it. It's, I, I've, I've, I've been running so much that I need to buy new shoes. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I wore out my old ones. Well, I just crazy. looked at the heels of mine. And I've I never got one to run. more all the way through. I'm like, this is wow. messed up. I don't, I don't exactly, like you said, I don't enjoy it while I'm doing it necessarily. No. I'm like, Christ, how many more laps do I have exactly. to go? And then, but, but it, again, if I don't do it, I'm like, huh, I should probably go do it. Yeah. Yeah. And Crazy. I feel, I feel the thing is when, when you're done, mm-hmm. it feels great. Yeah. It feels amazing when you're finished. That's yeah, fucking weird. Not just cause you're done, uh-huh. but that's that runner's eye, endorphins. Yeah. Uh-huh. Flood in your veins. Yeah, I take your, it, Dave. I'll your take veins? It. Do they like come through I your veins? Yeah. So I went, yeah. I went four out of the last like five poison. days. It's like, it's like Brett Michaels. <laughs> poison! So I went four out of the last five Every days. We, I didn't go tonight, obviously, so I feel stones. weird tonight that I didn't do yeah. it, you know? It's bizarre. Yeah. Um, I'm fading, guys. I'm going to fall asleep All right, here. let's do it quickly. We, I know the answer to this is always awesome, but uh, uh, New Year's resolutions. Hmm. 
Not, um, again, and as I say almost every year, not your not necessarily resolutions, but things you might might be looking forward to in 2019. Yeah, I don't do resolutions. I'm going to move into our house. Yeah. 2019. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Sure is. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we believe in you. Yeah. I think that's. What, I think it's actually going to happen. Hey Mo, it's not happening. I, no, it's not. <laughs> 2019. Oh my gosh! Yeah. If we don't move in by 2019, 2020, Dave moves in. <laughs> if I have to do another Christmas in my in-laws, I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah, Mo, so shit you're looking forward to. I just, just for life to settle. Yeah, yeah. You had a big 2018. There was. We there, won't yeah. get into it, but you had a big 2018. Yeah, there was a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Yeah, yeah. pretty intense. But pretty both big, of them. pretty big highs though. Yeah, pretty big lows too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would like, I would like this year to just kind of calm the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm doing a bit of traveling. That was a mix of calm the fuck down and chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, just I so got it. Clear. I like it. I got. I'm doing a bit of traveling this year. Some of it I'm not into, like my trip that I. Yeah, to the fucking Grand Canyon, but uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to Alabama of all places this year. Why? I I just found this out the other day. Hey, we're going to Alabama. We're going to Gulf Shores, Alabama, with Chris okay. and Carrie. Oh. Yeah. One time I had a business trip like, in is Birmingham. There a casino boat down there that you're there's dying a, to hit. There's a condo that we're getting a good deal on. I okay. guess right on the Gulf. Bama. Yeah. I want you to enjoy. Racism at its finest. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to the drive of all things. Like I the enjoy drive will, driving. The drive will be nice. Just don't break down. I'm gonna make, Iowa. Well, I'm gonna make Chris drive the first part of it, and then I'm gonna drive the south because I want. That's what I want to drive. Yep. I'm gonna make him drive to like Chicago or something, and then. I mean, after, you're four white people. How bad <laughs> can it be? Well, eight. But yeah. Oh. Um. Oh, the kids are going too. All fucking eight of us. We're piling in Jesus a goddamn nice. van and heading down. Um. But anyway. Um. I've been trying to add a bit more substance into my life, you know, like cutting out some of the horseshit and, and adding like more meaningful stuff to feed my head. Yeah. You seem more grounded. Yeah, you do. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's good. You just kind of seem calm. Yeah. I've been trying. Yeah. I've been trying to add more perspective to my life, you know? And so I'm hoping to continue that in the next year because last year was more about making myself not a fat fuck, <laughs> like physically wise. That, that hurts. Yeah. So now I'm yeah. trying to make myself not as much of a fat fuck mentally and intellectually, I guess. In a I guess is what I'm, I'm making a conscious effort to do. Nice. You know, so, yeah, I'm working on it. I also cannot wait to cook more. Yes, Ugh, me too, dude. You know what? I've been thinking about that too. I, 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 I fucking really enjoy cooking. I love it more than anything I would have ever imagined it could be. Yeah, it is truly. That's how I. If it doesn't matter what kind of day I've had, yeah, it could be the worst day, and that will bring me back almost immediately. I don't know what it is. It's like my Zen thing. That and, is, and I don't even want to eat it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I don't want to eat it when it's done. Yeah, I just want to make it. I cook nine out of the ten meals for my family, and I used to be a little shitty about it, being like, "I'm fucking cooking again. Yeah, fucking get your ass over here and cook." But now I'm just like, I kind of need this. Yeah, you know, like I'm. It's it's, it's a Zen thing. It know? absolutely. Yeah, is. I cook most of the meals for our family too. But like, as far as personal, just whatever I want cooking. 
Yeah. I have not done very much at all this last year because we've well, been just yeah. living your with my laws. And your your situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's good. <laughs> the trouble in laws. Yeah. I just made a shepherd, uh, shepherd's a, pie. Yeah. Wow. And a oh, New Year's Eve, made a steak and ale uh, meat pie. Nice. Yeah. <sighs> I guess. And it, let me tell you, will you put sriracha on that? <laughs> I guess it doesn't hurt that I've got a kitchen that I just want to fuck. Yeah. I want to lay my dick on that counter every day. It doesn't hurt. Told you you should break it in. And every day I go home and I'm like, and when I start cooking, I'm like, Alexa, play this. And then she plays it and I'm like, all right, yep. let's do some cooking. Yeah. I'll just <laughs> have, I'll either I have a glass of wine or a glass of whiskey. Yeah. Either way, it's going to be just fine. Uh-huh. No, cooking's the best. Mm-hmm. And America's Test Kitchen is the holiest of books. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, man. It's all right. Everything's going to be okay. It will be. It will be. If we have to fucking buy guns and make it okay, we're going to make <laughs> it okay. <laughs> well, you know. It's, Whoa. That's the, that's the Second <laughs> Amendment. He's Pastor Dave. No. We'll just be I've heard it's my guys. Second Amendment it's the right. Second Amendment dream. I'm sorry, uh, wet dream. I'm going to use that shit against him. I'm like, you said I could have it. You said I'm supposed to have it. Yeah. Let's do this, you fucking twats. All right. Just going to be hiding in my house, no toilet. Well, <laughs> toilets are overrated, Dave. Yeah, Dave, it'll be a, over soon. We'll all come over. You'll, you'll cook us dinner. Yeah, in your kitchen. I, will. I want to think that we're all going to be retired and looking back. <laughs> on, you remember those crazy ass? Oh yeah, <laughs> those crazy four fucking years. <laughs> yeah, I, and I hope it's only four. Yeah. Mm. All right. So to Hilden. To Hilden. Yeah. Don Chicho. Don Chicho. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of forgot to do that the last couple of times, I realized. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, fucking whatever. We know we're, we know it's there. Yep. All right. I'm going to go. This is a long This is a long right one. Right now. This is a long one. A long one. Yeah. Let me get us back home. Let us. Uh, woof. Here we go. Here we are. And without further dudes. <laughs> or maybe a few more. All right. 612-424-3835. Mailbag at MojoMenace.com. MojoMenace.com slash forums. Thanks for sending in your submissions. Thanks for being part of our lives. Thanks for hanging out in the forums and Discord. Smooches. Got another year coming. Woo! Woo-hoo.